Okay, so we are here. Uh, Ian will be joining us shortly. I suppose he's in the store uh, getting the game normally plays. So uh, as of this recording, it is Saturday. And hello, everybody. And thank you for joining us again for another episode of Gaming Sessions and Everything Under the Sun. I am David, of course. And over there is Gerald and soon... I'm sure at some point to be joining us will be Ian. Yep. Um, how's it going, everybody? Gerald, a.k.a. Sukinode. I uh, hope everybody had a great Christmas. I uh, hope everybody's been having a good week and hope you've been having a good day. Um, yeah, hopefully Ian will be able to join us uh, soon enough. Um, yeah, I'm still a little drowsy today, so... Yes, evidently, uh, Gerald had some uh, bourbon and Sprite, so. Yeah, I don't yeah. drink very often, if at all, so There's one Ian. of the things alcohol tends to do is make me drowsy. All right, so we've got all three of us here now. Uh, Ian, you all right over there? I'm still alive. It's and a sounding start. fuzzy, too. Huh? You're sounding kind of fuzzy. Uh, probably because I'm using a headset. Okay. Did you get that, Ger? Ger? Yeah, I can hear him. Okay. It's a bit. It's well, I can hear you, but you're a bit uh, crackly, staticky. Yeah, you're a bit static. So. Hold, please. Okay. So while uh, we're holding for Ian, Gerald, how was your week? Uh, it was it was good. Um, we got the Christmas week off. Uh, I was way too lazy during it. I tried not to be, but it's 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 easy to be lulled into laziness, unfortunately. Um, hmm. Right. Uh, but I got a couple of things done. Uh, played some more, uh, got some more code breasts played, but I'm kind of, uh, I'm gonna have to look up a strategy guide and I probably should have done it by now. I just wasn't that concerned. Um, and the reason I wasn't concerned about progressing past where I am is because basically I've just been, uh, farming and leveling up and unlocking all the different skills because I'm trying to get, uh, everything unlocked for a uh, specific build I want to play in the game. Um, mm -hmm. It's a, uh, it's basically a, uh, uh, a sword mage um, and it uses sword skills along with two really powerful magic skills. So I'm trying to get that built up. Um, I've been looking for the next area I'm supposed to get to, but I just cannot find it. Um, at oh. least on my own. I'm a. I'm going to just look it up. But like I said, I've just been running around, killing everything, and leveling myself, and getting uh, getting uh, vestiges and things like that unlocked. Um, uh, so I haven't unlocked more of the story to really talk about yet. So I have to do oh. that. I also need to get around to playing uh, Iceborne some more because the Zafi Jiva raid is out and I need to do that for the armor and the weapons because they're basically the best. The weapons are basically the best in the game now. Um, hmm. So I'm going to have to get uh, Iceborne then is what you're telling me. Gotcha. 
uh, well, for where you are, you don't necessarily need it, but eventually, yes, you're going to want to get Iceborne. Um, the, uh, on, just going on record, but Zaffy Jiva, I don't know if making Zaffy Jiva the adult form of Xeno Jiva was like a last minute thing. Or if they'd already always intended it that way, but it doesn't seem like it always was intended that way, because the adult form of Zaffy Zaffy Jiva doesn't look like a Xeno Jiva, except for in size and like the uh, the paws, because uh, Xeno Jiva always had like very human looking feet. Um, but that's the only resemblance I really see between the two. I, I'll put them side by, like, most, and I get it, they're, they're supposed to be, like, they're basically magic dragons. Like, I get it. It, it could look completely different. But if you're going to tell me something is the adult form of Xeno Jiva, I'm honestly expecting something better better than Zaffy Jiva. Because Zaffy Jiva, and it's not even a spoiler, it's just a red dragon. Like, he's a he's a colossal red dragon. That's it. That's, that, that's so, all it is. So, like, a black eyes red dragon that you have to sack your black luster soldier in order to summon to the table? No. No. Just a everyday, run-of-the-mill D&D red dragon. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah, not even if it was a if it looked like a red eyes black dragon, I would be content. But no, <laughs> it's just a red dragon. That's it. And if you look at Xeno Jiva, like like David, when you get to that part of the game, if you look at Xeno Jiva, it doesn't look anything like a red dragon. Like it, it just doesn't. Okay, so I'm assuming we're talking about a stereotypical red dragon with four limbs plus wings um probably a shit ton of horns on their head long tail maybe with some more horns on that breathing fire all over the place is is this what i'm assuming yes except for okay. instead of breathing fire it breathes pure energy like xenojiva that's honestly the only other thing that would even give it credence that it's the adult form of a xenojiva because they shoot pure beams of energy out of their mouth. That's it. But otherwise, Hmm. yeah, it's your basic bitch red dragon. Hmm, Basic bitch. (laughs) Sorry, Mom. Um, Oh, yeah. Actually, I was going to ask that, because is is she still listening? Did she have good thoughts about it? I have no idea. I didn't ask, Hmm. and she didn't say anything about it. Ah. Okay, so so I'm going to I'm going to assume that she's not listening anymore, and I'm going to revert to my uh, my traitorous, traitorous, heretic uh, swearing ways. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Gerald's mom. Yeah. Well, I'll try to keep it clean just in case, but she didn't say anything to me about it. And I don't know. In my brain, if you're going to ask me about a podcast that I'm co-hosting on that you want to listen to it, you would probably say something to me about it after you've listened to it. Me and my mom have a pretty open relationship. Um, So usually we can tell each other what's on our minds. Like even if she didn't like it, she could have been like, yeah, I don't like it, but she didn't say anything. She didn't even mention it. So. Um, All right. So Ian, how are you doing over there? You still, still sounding fuzzy? 
Okay, so go ahead and continue. Gerald? Um, but yeah, uh, other than that, I haven't done the fight yet. Um, so we'll have to wait and see if it's if I feel like the fight itself is any good. From what I've seen, it it looks like a lot of it, it looks like a rehash of the Behemoth fight. And because first off, you have uh, and you there is anonymity in it, and basically what that is is that one person in the party will get the uh, the monster's full focus, and usually you want it to be whoever's tankiest or hardest to kill, um, and that focus can shift depending on how much damage you're doing or whatnot. So generally, you try to make sure that. Uh, there's one person who keeps that anonymity the entire time. That's all. That's a mechanic right from the behemoth fight. And the behemoth fight was the first fight to incorporate that mechanic. Hmm. Um, and then they gave him behemoth's uh, uh, asteroid attack. Um, I, I, I think it's, a, I think it's called apocalypse, but during the behemoth fight, during, the entire time during the behemoth fight, the, the behemoth will use an ability, uh, an attack. I believe it was called Comet, and it would drop these boulders out of the sky, and they would stay there. Then he would use his Apocalypse attack, which is basically kind of what it was, even if that's not the exact name. Um, mm. But he mm. would howl into the air, and a huge comet would come out of the sky hit the ground and you had to be behind one of those boulders or it insta killed you. That was the mechanic. All they did was bring that back with Zafi Jiva. So it's not a new mechanic, it's just Behemoth's mechanic given Zafi Jiva. Because now you have to find pillars that come up out of the ground and you gotta hide behind those and Zafi Jiva will float in the air and he'll drop a uh, a small uh, orb of energy that slowly falls to the ground and then explodes. And if you're not behind one of those uh, spikes, you die instantly. Mm. So sounds like I'm something s- from Destiny. Yeah, um, so one, but yeah, go ahead, continue. Oh no, it's just so the fight doesn't look as interesting as everyone is saying that it is, but it's you know best gear in game so of course i'm gonna have to farm it so i gotta get to Hmm. i gotta get to doing that um i'll probably farm it until i get the stuff that i want and then i'll stop um the Hmm. behemoth fight was okay but not particularly fun for me um I'm not sure. I really liked actually the cool Taroth fight. I thought the cool Taroth fight, which was the other raid battle, was actually a really good one. And it had its own mechanics. It wasn't like the Behemoth fight. Um, I think cool Taroth also came out before Behemoth as well. But I don't know. When I expected this new raid boss to come out, I didn't expect to be able to make a one-to-one correlation with the previous raid boss. <laughs> like, uh, I, I just, I honestly expected something new. Um, and I feel like, I, once again, I haven't played it yet, but I feel like we got something bland with just recycled mechanics. And that doesn't that that doesn't make me excited to play it. Um, right. 
especially because if you're going to make a dragon that's the adult form of Xenojiba, which having Xeno in its name would would give the impression of otherworldly or not of the norm, I would expect its adult form to be as alien as you could make it. Hmm. Not just a basic red dragon. Right. Um, and uh, you good over there? He may have muted us and gone to do something. Could be. So, But if okay, you can so hear we'll... us, Ian, we cannot hear you. Right. <laughs> um, but I got to get on doing that. Uh, oh, okay. He might be restarting. Um, but I got to yeah, get probably. to doing that. Um, <clears throat> I've been doing a lot of Warhammer uh, 40K. Uh, Warhammer 40K 2. I've been doing a lot of that. Uh, getting used to mechanics. Um, the Dark Elves. Can oh, hear you there now. he is. Hello? Yes, we can there hear he you. There he is. We can hear you. Jesus Christ. I was sitting there talk, <laughs> trying to talk to you guys for like fucking 15 minutes. And I'm like, well, I'm talking to you guys. And all I hear is David say, okay, all right, fine. And then like you guys keep talking. I was like, can they not hear me? Like, well, I don't want to interrupt. He's on this long spiel. <laughs> so, well, this is what we do when we go over our week. So, when he was taking a, a pause, I just wanted to make sure that you were still there, and evidently you were, but we couldn't hear you. So, okay, gotcha. Good boy. But uh, been playing a lot of Warhammer, uh, Total War Warhammer Two, um, playing as the Dark Elves. Which, which, like, I feel like the Dark Elves, the way they are in this game, is just a, uh, uh, let's see. Oh, uh, Ian, has your Dauntless got up to date and everything? So, it's loaded. I'm trying to set up a damn Epic Games account, but it's like being a Mm. biatch. (laughs) Yeah, it's fighting you? Okay. Well, take your time. Um, yeah. I'll go ahead and get us set up for a hunt. Um, but uh, the Dark Elves in the Warhammer game are basically a corporation because its entire hmm. uh, money making it like because as you for those who don't know, it is a turn based strategy game and you have armies and you have cities and you have provinces that you take over and control. Well, as when you hold a city or a province, they generate money for you. Um, and there are different buildings you can build to generate more money. Well, the Dark Which Elves we- mechanic is slaves. So when they attack an army or attack a city and they win, they take a certain uh, percentage <laughs> of that army or that city's population as slaves. We started said- calling them interns. Yeah, yeah we they're... we started calling them interns because you know <laughs> you don't pay them and they make you money and they do all the work. So we started calling them interns. <laughs> and every time I talked about how I was spreading out, I always I, I would always be like, "Well, it's time to expand the business. We need to get in more of those interns to fulfill all, to, you know to fill all those positions. You know, got to keep expanding, got to keep growing." 
is <laughs> like, and every time I would attack a faction, I'd be like, well, I see that your business is booming over here and we would like to make a merger if we could. And, and, and I remember I, uh, I, I remember I, I tried to set up a peace treaty with the faction right next to me. And I was like, hey, I your business is booming. Our business is booming. We like what you're doing over there. We see you have a lot of bright ideas, and you also have a surplus of interns that would really help us grow our business and, and fill up our itinerary. So we were thinking, why don't we, you know, become business partners and do a merger? And so I did like a, a, a peace treaty to try to confederate with them. And they told me no. And I was like, well, only you can turn this hostile merger takeover. to a hostile takeover. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just proceeded to run them over and take their profits. <laughs> and I was like, oh, just I was just God. like. Uh, just rush on. <laughs> Fuck y'all. Yeah, like, hey. Uh, we tried to be diplomatic about this. You didn't want to merge, so... <laughs> and your stocks are just too juicy for us to just ignore. <laughs> so. So, so I'm sorry, Gerald. I didn't know you had become uh, Apple and or Disney combined. In, well, we said, uh, uh, we said Google and question. Facebook, but yeah. <laughs> or disney we specifically i specific, like because i was playing with my friend uh on, Craig. um mm -hmm. so we my, my the are we i stopped being dark elves and specifically became a conglomeration of disney google and facebook <laughs> that's what i was now and i was just expanding the business <laughs> Okay, so, so Ian good. has a question. Ian? Do I really need to worry about this uh, Epic account? I think you I... have to have it up and running to play the game. It says, if you continue without activating, you cannot receive friend or party invites from players on other platforms or access your character or progress on other platforms. Considering okay, the fact then... that I'm probably only going to be playing this on Xbox. Well, right, but I play it on PC, so I wouldn't be able to party up with you uh... and David. This thing, yeah, like sorry. the website, is being an absolute dick. Like it's like mm. seriously. Have Have you tried knife handing it and and telling it to uh, get high speed, motherfucker? I've I've done the the knife hand and um, I've I've told it that that only its mother would love it because it's ugly as fuck. <laughs> Come on. Oh, Gerald, uh, David, if you come over which here, if you come over here to the uh to the tavern where your uh where your fat bottom girl is, the uh the pupper has the the one single antler like in how the Grinch stole Christmas. Oh, does he? Yeah. So uh, go go give him some loving. Uh I don't see him. Oh, no, I see it. Found him. Yep. <laughs> um. <clears throat> uh. What uh behemoth did you pl uh did you fight in order to get the neutral claw gems? Uh, I did the escalation. Uh, so you you might I don't know. Uh, make me party lead and see if we can do it. Oh yeah, because I don't have it available. All right, hold on. Um. But yeah, that was pretty much my week. It was a good week. Um. 
promote the party so. later. There you go. Uh, but yeah, it was a pretty good week. I can't complain. Right. <laughs> All right. So we'll do one through three. Okay. Uh, so. so now, how do wanna... I get? Mm-hmm. Okay, account management. Where do I put in the code that Dauntless is giving me so that I can connect accounts? Hold on. Man, I've slept and drank since then. I, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> uh, it should, if it's connecting your account, it should give you a link that goes directly to where you need to put the code in. Mm. Or if you uh, do it by email, you should get it on your phone and you just type the code in from there. Yeah. I think that's how I did it. But uh, So while Ian's doing that, I'll go over my week. So, uh, well, I'm going to have to uh, quit out. Oh, there, there you are. Okay, so, uh, so my week was uh, one day of working, then Christmas, then two days of working. So I had two Mondays in a row, which... You know, is always fun. Um, <clears throat> um, mm, hang on, hang on, hang on. So, adventures in print and play gaming. I was able to finally get my Agent Decker deck printed out all on cardstock. Uh, the Agent Decker thing is still wrong. And as I was cutting the cards out of the cardstock, I to uh, give a haircut to a couple cards, and I was like, "Really? I can't just have a fucking perfect set of shit that I want." So I just shrugged it off, and you know, whatever. So I've got the excuse me, I've got the uh, the set of. Agent Decker cards that are now all on cardstock printed front and back. So it's definitely thinner than the original stuff I had had printed out and glued together and everything. And then printed out, uh, I printed out the tiny epic galaxies thing that I found. And that should be interesting to, uh, I, it has a solo option. So if I ever get around to playing any of these and damn game I've printed out. I actually have uh, played Agent Decker and uh, Micropole, which is a uh, small either solo or uh, two-player version of Carcassonne. If anyone who's listening is a, a board gamer and knows about that, uh, that game, I've got a couple versions of that. And uh, look at that. You see how fast that was, Gerald? That was fucking awesome, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh. But I think you're right. I think it is a boss rush, as you said. Even though I think this is like the first game I've ever played that has a boss rush in it. And then come over here and fill your uh, fill your beaker with some awesome shit. Oh. Oh. Ho, 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 ho. Uh. I think it was successful. Oh, wow. Cool. <clears throat> oh, nice. 
So uh, I printed out three games today. Um, the uh, Agent Decker was one. Tiny Epic Galaxies was the other. And uh, 8-Bit Invaders, which is a uh, card and dice version of Space Invaders. Here's where you get your uh, neutral claw gems. So, oh, balls. Of course there's two of them now. Oh, there, there's going to be two of them. Just wait until we do the uh, the 13 to 40 or 50 version when we have the the goddamn flying dragon. Okay. But yeah. Ooh, ooh, so, stuck, stuck. So keep fucking shit up. Yes, another. Well, actually, wait. He's Terra, isn't he? Yeah. He is. Yeah, so. I don't know. Wait, and, wait until uh, the end of the match and, and we'll see. I mean, the. Like I, I got all the neutral claw gems I needed, but it mm. took me like six or seven of these kind of escalation matches to get it. Oh, and also, Ian, welcome to a world of uh, holy shit. I gotta do it now. I just but uh. Mm. <laughs> um. But yeah, so I printed out a couple games. I finally have a slim dick of a, a deck of Agent Decker. I printed out the Tiny Epic Galaxies game and the other one, the 8-bit Invaders, I haven't cut out yet, but it looks interesting. So I think we're supposed to go this way. Yeah. Um, so that was... In a positive nutshell, that was my week. Uh, there's, you know, we're still, we're still dealing with nausea and everything with, uh, with Christy and just, uh, you know, I'm, I'm gonna be honest, I'm very angry most days just because I don't know how to make it better. But, you know, that's why we have podcasts of gaming sessions and everything under the sun and friends to talk to. Oh, what in the world? Oh, yeah, yours, uh, those uh, pink crystals are firing off uh, shock orbs. So, be, be wary of those. But, uh, so that's, uh, that was my week. Ian, how about you? I know you kind of have a, uh, a shitty week, but uh, yeah. if you have anything kind of anything you want to say, go ahead and say it now. Uh, I don't really, you know, my was my week was shit. So, mm. okay, so Ian, not not the best week to have, and and we definitely uh, empathize with you. So. Uh, We'll go ahead and call this segment here and start fresh with uh, our topic. Die already. The new year. <clears throat> so we will be right back. All right, and there's Ian. 
now we're just waiting. Uh, we're fighting a what the hell is this? Uh, yeah, an ember main. Oh, There's cool. Now I get to choose right. who so, I want to be. So we're back, and how about that commercial break? So, uh, Gerald, we uh, we've been actually talking about this particular subject for probably two months <laughs> now, and uh, so what? good has happened this year um well i don't know if it happened uh I, well i was the the topic i was doing was just one good thing that's happened in the world um mm. i don't know if this happened this year i i didn't check let's see let me actually go ahead with yours and let me check this because i don't know if this happened actually this year Mm. Well, because uh, I didn't know we were going with this year. We it may have been this year, but uh, well, it was just one good thing that happened. I think. Well, you also bring up a good point. It kind of needs to be something that has happened recently. Mm. Um, well, uh, for me, recent? it would be it would be the uh, the job I have now, which is. Uh, very patiently uh, dealt with me and the issues I've been having over the last year and a half. Okay, no. It did happen this year. Okay. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just saying the the one good thing that happened to me this year was having a job that patiently has been dealing with me and my issues that, you know, are issues that we've been having, so... I've got that going for me, which is nice. Well, that's good. And, of course, uh, you know, reconnecting with you and starting this podcast was also a good thing that happened. And we're now on episode 15 or 16, if you want to count episode 13.5, but whatever. (laughs) <laughs> yeah um, I would agree with you that those are all good things that happened this year as well um, I had spe- I, I, I was looking specifically for things that happened out in the world itself um, mm. just you know some like because I know I harp on humanity a lot but it's <laughs> the same reason I harp on a so one thing you'll notice about me if I don't harp on something, I don't care about it, mm, right? right? If I don't put up any kind of resistance, don't talk about it, I don't care. But I, mm. I just don't. So if I'm – so honestly, the more critical I am of something, the more I actually care about it and care about its well-being. Um, but I can get myself into a corner where I don't know how to – it's the same thing with you. I'll get angry because I can't just fix it. Right. Mm, mm, I get very um, angry about that. Uh, Cause fixing a lot of the problems that we talk about is a very long involved process that may be absolutely fruitless at the end of it, but you just kind of have to try. And that sucks that that's the way that it is. Um, but I wanted to find something that is just happening in the world that is a good thing that is happening. 
And what I found is um, there is a nonprofit uh, organization called New Story in Mexico creating 3D printed homes and residence for people. Um, they actually, oh. I, I actually thought, this, yeah, I thought this was pretty interesting because what they did is they actually created a giant 3D printer to print all the parts of these homes to put together. Um, right. And they're doing like an entire neighborhood. It's like the first, it, uh, it's like the, they finally got, they got the project up and running and they're doing like a whole neighborhood and they've been involving the people who they are making the homes for. So they've been talking to the local people and like, well, what do you need in a home? And they've been actually building them to those kinds of specs. Um, hmm. um, what what are they using to 3D print these homes with is, uh, is my question. Is it plastics or? These are the cement homes, right? Uh, no, it is a hot here. Let me give me a second. Um, okay. Yeah, because they have like cement three D printers where they'll they'll like set everything up and it's basically cement and it just goes layer after layer after layer and next thing you know it there's like a, a whole house there. Hmm. Well, that's also kind of interesting, but I mean, cement's just like gray and drab unless they paint it afterwards which hopefully they do but it looks like they do i want to say it was a high density plastic this was a topic i looked up like for two three podcasts ago so i have to re-go <laughs> through all my notes but i i want to say it was a high density plastic that they were actually using um hmm. so hopefully well, oh hell! They need to take that home printer down to like Haiti and Puerto Rico, and well, that's where they are. Uh, they've actually been building traditional homes in countries such as Guatemala, Haiti, Mexico, and El Salvador. So they've actually hmm. been—they're a nonprofit organization that has been building homes for people who don't have them or can't afford them for quite a while now. Um, oh no! Well, here we go. Up. It's printed from a mix of concrete on high-powered icons. Yeah. Yeah. So well, yeah, you know, probably uh, they're uh, using concrete. Well, probably high density plastic would be better because if there's another hurricane or earthquake, you know, the plastic could just jiggle along with it. But you know, that's still very, very awesome. Yeah, it, it's still a really, really great story. Um, it takes them about twenty four hours to. Wait. Yeah, it takes them about 24 hours to print all the materials for the home and then about several days to actually put it all together. So they're also kind of hmm. looking they're also kind of looking at this as an evolution of the construction industry because if you hmm. can build homes like this in this fashion, you it basically could change the entire way we do construction like hmm. all together. Yeah. Because then you yeah. it would lessen the amount of time, lessen the amount of labor, uh, so on and so forth. Because you could just print the pieces out and then you just have to put them together. Now, I was reading that and I was like, I'm not sure how this will stand up for like hmm. a skyscraper or a bridge. Something that goes through a lot of wear and tear simply because of how it's used. 
used because yeah like for people who don't really know anything about the construction of skyscrapers they have to be built in such a way because at such because when you're thousands and thousands and thousands of feet in the air there is no wind resistance so if you have a 20 mile an hour wind on the ground you have maybe a hundred mile an hour wind in the air where there's no wind resistance. So skyscrapers have to be built in such a way that they can deal with getting constantly hit by that kind of wind pressure. So I don't know how this would stack up in that, but once again, this is something down the road and I'm sure that they'll go, they'll be able to figure out what's going on. Right. Right. Yeah. Cause uh, you know, dealing with that kind of wind buffeting the, the building and shear it and like wind shear itself. Cause <clears throat> you know, it's, it's not just the wind, it's wind being blown in a direction that the building with gravity and physics and everything. And I might, <clears throat> excuse me, I might be getting a little off topic, but yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so that was one of the good things that I found that was going on in the world, them 3D printing these homes uh, and in some way also looking toward revamping how our construction industry works and having these homes for for people who just don't have those available for them. So I thought that was a great thing that was happening. And if we can call even a little attention to it, I think that's a good thing as well. Yeah. And, you know, having a modular home, and when I say modular, like a, like half of a, a trailer, um, you know, it's, that's a good thing. Cause you know, if something, something bad happens, you know, like a tornado or hurricane or whatever, you know, you can always have that, module printed back out and then just reattached to your house. And that, that takes, you know, the construction industry and the, you know, emergency repair industry, you know, to another level. Yeah. So I actually, uh, there was another good thing that I came across and it, and it's on Twitter and I've, I've heard detractors, but I'll take it with uh, I'll take it with a grain of salt. There's a, phil- a philanthropist and a and a money man. His name is Bill Pulte. He's been giving a lot of money to people in need. He's bought cars for veterans who needed cars. You know, just given like. Where's his number? I need to talk to him. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um, I follow him on Twitter. He's at Pulte. And, uh, you know, he's... And again, I, I, I say this with a grain of salt. It could just be a farce, but I like to think that it's him actually doing good and, and the whole paying it forward thing. And, well, and that's good. Well, actually, Ian, that's uh, Ian may have a point. Maybe we should give him a call, not for a handout, 
but maybe he'd uh, maybe um, present our podcast to him, see if he might want to produce us. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> But I assume, well, if he's a, (laughs) it would be worth a shot, but I do also feel like as a businessman, he'd want to see us have a good sized following of listeners first. So, yeah. Yeah. So those of you who are listening, tell your friends, let us know. (laughs) Oh, what, what about a packaging? I said, I want to know what's in the package. You fucking twat. Like, I'm looking at packages at the store. Oh, well, I mean, you know, if we're going to, if any time this, this is now my time to shine and I'm going to quote seven, the movie seven, what's in the box. You don't want to know what's in the box. What's in the fucking box. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, so yeah. So, you know, that's, it's all good stuff. And, Oh, poor Buzz. Or is that you, Ian? Because you want to see what's in the box. That's that's hella him right now. (laughs) What? You can't speak? Bork. Buzz, Bork. Hey. Bork. Good boy. Good boy. Okay, so uh, Ian, you're going to be a little ill-prepared for this, um, but the next topic, I wanted to bring uh, it up. Hmm? Before we move on to the next topic, uh, I just Hmm? wanted to uh, re-announce the name of that company who's building those homes down in Mexico. Uh, They're called Mm -hmm. New Story. So anyone who's listening, uh, yeah, check them out if you want to help or I, I don't though if they have like a donations thing but just if you want to help or anything or just spread the word of them but the company's called new story hmm. new story i like that it's uh it's got a ring to it i like it too uh... okay so uh our next topic i wanted to bring this up last week but then gerald uh reminded me that last week was christmas yeah. So we we did that, but uh, it was one of those things I was thinking about, um, and we all have them. Songs that help us through. Honestly, when we came up with this topic, when you suggested this topic, I mm-hmm. couldn't think of a song that had like helped me. Just songs that I liked, but. Uh, like over time I was thinking well there were times when I listened to a song it made me feel better so that's the same thing as helping me so all of these songs usually will put me in a better mood than I was and that is its own even if it seems like such a small thing that in and of itself is a way of it helping you so yeah yeah Exactly, and I think I might have... Uh... Wait, no, here it is. Nope, nope, that's instructions. Dang. But, uh, so... And Ian, as, as you being a, a fellow person who's gone through the uh, the training of BASIC, um, I'm sure you had a couple songs that you would uh, play in your head that helped you... Uh, 
uh, you know, get through all the tough stuff? Um, actually, to be honest, I didn't find basic that much of a, of an issue. So a lot of people were like having issues, probably had songs and stuff that they, that they, uh, um, thought of and whatnot, but like, I didn't, you know, I didn't see basic as that much of a hardship. So I didn't really find the need to. So we've got uh, Captain America over here. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it, 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 it's, I mean, to be honest, it's really not that hard. So long as you did what you were told and everything, like you didn't get yelled at and, and the few chances that you got yelled at and like, as long as you understand what you did wrong and you fix it, there's no issues. Hey, ruck marches and all that good stuff uh, I mean, were I, carried I did, by. I did sports when I was in high school, so those five Ks, ten Ks, ruck marches, all that stuff was like nothing. So we've got one. there. We go. Got to keep an eye on that time. <laughs> Well, it wasn't even time because it was like 16 minutes. So we did good That's on the, the first segment. Kind of like with our uh, our test last night, we went 40 minutes before it disconnected us. Yeah. That's what I was thinking too. I was like, I didn't think it was anywhere near the 30 or 40 minute mark. Yeah, it wasn't. <sighs> wasn't that long. So uh, Anchor, if you have people listening to people who podcast on your app, uh fix that shit but it had sounded like Ian was trying to say something but then we got disconnected so you know like I had said the the two songs that I would constantly play in my head during basic were Kiri by Mr. Mister it's an 80s song and you know judge me all you want I don't give shit (laughs) And (laughs) and the radio edit of amazed by lone star so it wasn't the the twangy twangy steel guitar one it was the kind of poppy one and uh and then after that uh one of my go-to songs when i'm feeling down is africa by toto (laughs) and and it's and it's almost to the point where my wife wants to there's Ian. So what were you there saying? What, what kind of crap were you talking about my choices of songs? Are you talking to me? No, I'm talking to Buzz. Who do you think I'm talking to? I like I don't I I wasn't talking crap about your choices of songs. I was just saying that I didn't need songs to get through basic or anything like that. I have songs now that I listen to depending on, you know, how I'm feeling and shit, but right. Okay, well, we'll 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 give you your turn. I'm still on my stuff, and uh, do your stuff. That's right, <laughs> I will. So Africa's one to the point where Christie's like, "Don't it get you in your head," but I'm like, "But it's a good spot in my head where you know I bless the rains." I'm just. And then uh, another good one that I like is, uh, and this goes back to my 90s childhood, Runaway by Real McCoy. I really love that song. 
because it's just it just gives me that that good feeling of blue skies and jumping on my trip. Because yes, there was a time where I was skinny and athletic, so just deal with it. Hmm. There was okay. a couple others that I wrote down, but I I can't think of them. I think I. I tore that index card up because we weren't going to do it that time. But uh, so for you, Gerald. Uh, well, does he didn't want to go first or he wants to wait and give himself a little bit more time to think? Wait, what are we talking Ian? about? Uh, songs, songs that, that just for- make us feel better, pretty much, because that is helping. So just songs you like to listen to because they make you feel better. In all honesty, if it's something that I can sing that I know the words to, um, it, it doesn't matter what it is, and as long as it's not country, we're good. Yeah, I I'm not a country person myself. I have a few country songs that I like, but not a country person myself. Uh, don't know why. I like just about every other genre of music, but country's just I don't know, just something about it. Can't get behind it. So. I'm I'm going into a hunt right now, I guess, and it's me on Xbox and these three guys that are on PC. <laughs> uh, so we'll have to get you put on our friends list once you get out of there, and we'll uh, and the three of us can all do a hunt. So just let right. us know once you get out of that hunt. Yeah, I'm also level two, so <laughs> that's fine. It, levels don't have anything to do with anything in this game. We're gonna rock your world, good sir. Yeah. But, uh, so, uh, like I said, my, uh, when it comes to songs, I like a little bit of everything. Like, like I said, I even have like one or two country songs that just run faster. Uh, should be your R, your right trigger. Okay. Um, I even have one or two uh, country songs that I like uh, or at least connect to. The newest one was uh, the Old Town Road. Uh, that's with the, the remix one. For some reason, it, 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 it's really catchy for some reason. Um, so I yeah, actually do like that one. Um, that's, that's the media grabbing a hold of you with that one. <laughs> Well, there are some songs that are just catchy and they're good. Like, it, at least it's not like, uh, what's Call a, me maybe. What's, well, yeah, at least it's not that because those kind of songs get stuck in your head and you just want to drill, you just want to take a drill into your brain to get them out. <laughs> like, I, I hate those kinds of catchy songs where they're bad songs, but they're so catchy because of the way our brains work, they just get stuck in there and you're, you just want to bash your head against a wall. (laughs) Like, I hate that. Um, Well, I, um, I have a, like, I've been trying to look it up to see if it's like an actual psychological thing. Like I will have just like bits and pieces of songs, movies, anything will just, stick in my head and just play over and over and over and over and over and over and over over again. And it's very, can be irritating. Kind of like one of them is from Who Framed Roger Rabbit, where uh, Jessica says, oh, honey bunny. And then Roger says, oh, love cups. 
and that that'll just stick in my head for like twenty minutes, and I'm just like, get out, 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 and it and it, it can be irritating. So you know, it can be incredibly irritating. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, some of the songs that uh that I would always put me in a better mood. Because uh, for me, when I like a song, it's because for some reason it connects. Like it, it's it, it's hard for me to explain it, but it'll it connects to me emotionally. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I'll even find myself like singing it for a couple of days. Like uh, uh, yeah. a good one recently oh. was Thunderclouds by Sia. Like, I just, like, that song absorbed me for, like, two weeks. Chandelier. Hmm. Uh, Chandelier is also a good one. Uh, that's, also, that's one Elastic Heart. Up by. Yeah. Elastic Heart also got me. Um, I really liked... Y'all, uh, y'all damn young kids in your new pop songs. Get well, I lawn. also... I also picked some older songs that I still connect to when I listen to them. Uh, one of the ones I was telling you about, The River of Dreams by Billy Joel. That one, hmm. every time I listen to it, I, I, I just sit there and I just start singing along with the song. Like, I don't know what it is about that song, but it just, like, like I'll just sit down and listen to it. Like, hmm. it, it, it instills a sense of peace that I don't get as often as I'd like. Mm. It's it's I so weird. A, I have a Billy Joel song. It's uh, We Didn't Start the Fire. <clears throat> I don't know that one. Uh, or at least not by name. Uh, we didn't start the fire. It, it was, was always burning since the world had been turned. Yeah, uh, okay. I've heard <laughs> Well, no, I've heard it. Um, it is not one of the ones that grabbed me, oddly enough. Well, it was, uh, that one for me was a, uh, was a good summer back when I was like 17. Yeah. So yeah, there's that one. So continue. Um, Actually, a, a really old one that I always liked and couldn't understand why was Mr. Roboto by Styx. <laughs> <laughs> like, just, I don't know what it is. It's like, just, thank you very much, oh, Mr. Roboto, for helping me escape just when I needed to. Thank you. It's like, I don't know why. I just love that. I just love that. It's like, yeah, that was a, that was a high school song for me as well. And, uh, yeah, that's a good, yeah, it's it's like, a good one for someone who likes sticks or, you know, it's just a good one for the, for the moment. And yeah, that's definitely, and I've watched the music video for that one. And that was, uh, kind of interesting. And of course, the you know the lyrics are definitely dated, because not everything's IBM now. Yeah. It, true. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah. Can continue. Oh, um, and I know. So, I remember the first time I really fell in love 
like really fell in love. And it's the only time I can ever remember actually being in love with a girl. Um, So my first and last time of ever really being in love. And I've had (laughs) relationships after that one. And I guess it was just your first love syndrome, how you never forget your first love. And I didn't realize that that's what it was until it happened. And then it ended. Um, And unfortunately it ended and it ended not necessarily badly, but it still sucked real hard. Um, And I remember for the longest time I was listening to hate and love by Trey songs. Um, And that was always the song whenever I thought about that girl would make me feel better. Um, Nothing else really did. Uh, But uh, so a lot of uh, and I grew up in the 80s. I grew up, well, not in the 80s, but I grew up like in the early 90s and mid 90s. Like I was born in the 80s, but, you know, I grew up in on 90s music. Mm -hmm. Um. So love songs and romance songs were just the thing in the early, the late eighties and early nineties and mid nineties. Uh, so a lot of those are a part of my, uh, are, are a part of my collection. Uh, mm-hmm. I know superstar yep. by Lupe fiasco was always a really good song. He also did another song uh, called battle scars, which is also really good. That was a romance song. Um, uh, Waterfalls by TLC, always a good song. <laughs> like, well, TLC I, was a good band, and uh, don't forget Boys to Men. Oh yeah. Well, I didn't forget Boys to Men because uh, two of the songs, uh, two. Uh, I just didn't put them on the list. I I tried. If mm-hmm. I had put every song I wanted to put on this <laughs> list, this would be a long <laughs> list. <laughs> Um, so I, I tried to pick ones that stuck with me the most because mm-hmm. along with the Trey songs, hate and love, uh, boys to men seasons was one of the ones I would also listen to. Um, just oh, when I was in that mood, no, not, not end of the road. <laughs> Actually, I really liked End of the Road when it first came out, but I kind mm-hmm. of ended up liking their later stuff a lot more. Um, yeah. So Four Seasons was the one that Four Seasons was the one that really always stuck with me. And uh, um, uh, uh, I'm trying to remember. Um, I didn't write those two down, so I don't remember. When you <laughs> want me to end up. See, now you're talking about like the mainstream song, because those are all the ones that hit the radio, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> but, uh, but they had a lot, uh, Boys to Men had a lot of good ones. So did, uh, um, Did I actually for put one? them on? I think I put them. Uh, not all for one. It was... I thought I put them up here, but apparently I didn't. Um, mm. New Edition. New Edition. Uh, new Edition's also really good. 
Hmm. Um, Let me write that down. Uh, but uh, but yeah. So my repertoire kind of it goes all over the place: techno, uh, alternative, pop, uh, hmm. uh some funk. Uh, I listen to some blues. Uh, a lot of hip. Uh, not a. I won't say a lot of hip hop because a lot of hip hop I don't listen to. Uh, a lot of hip hop and rap I actually don't listen to. I listen to the ones that actually have actual yeah. messages in them. Um, and I probably listen to a lot of hip hop I shouldn't be listening to anymore simply on principle because regardless of what R. Kelly did, his songs are still amazing. <laughs> like. Yeah, he's a criminal. <laughs> prosecute him, put him in jail. But man, the guy could sing, and he had some of the best songs at the time. Uh, like the world ignition, it's hot and fresh out yeah. the kitchen. Uh, the world's greatest song from when uh, Will Smith starred as Muhammad Ali in the greatest. I think mm. it was called. Like that's mm. like just a lot, a lot of good songs. It sucks that he was a shit human being. <laughs> like right. it really does. It sucks. He's a shit human being. But um, so let me ask you, what were the two country songs? I'm curious. Um, I don't even. I didn't look them up. I should have. Um, but I actually didn't look them up. Um, because I was I was doing all the other ones, and I was like, oh, my list is full. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I remember because I haven't listened to them in such a long time. Um, it was one was an obscure one. Um, and I don't even remember how it went anymore. Um, I know I listened to a lot of Kid Rock. I liked a lot of his stuff, his kind of country rock mix. Um, mm-hmm. I'm yeah. trying to think of. I think it was not Ellie Gold. Who was it? Let me see if I can let me see if I can look this up by remembering the lyrics. Hmm. Um, so you're doing that. I will say one of one of my uh, old timey, but it's not really old timey. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm sure Ian's going to pick it up as soon as I start singing. I am a man. Of- oh, that was one. That was absolutely one. <laughs> oh, man of constant sorrow. Yeah. I, I I know it from the uh, movie. Movie. I, I know it from the movie, and from the moment I heard it, I loved it. Oh yeah, um, that, that's a that's definitely a. <laughs> yeah. And I've I've listened to several versions. In fact, even uh, like the Soggy Bottom Boys are actually a band. Yeah, and uh, there was a an all acapella version that I had heard and I'll have to look at back at the send you the link to it because it's really good. Cause you know you've got the you've got the tenor guy, you've got the the uh the bass guy because he does like that, you know, the you know, you'll actually I can't think of it, but uh it it's a good rendition of it. Mm-hmm. 
But, I honestly yeah, always tend to hate when they do the acapella versions of songs. I also don't like remixes. I think I've only heard two remixes that I've ever actually thought made the song better. And any other remix of a song I hear always feels like it just makes the song less. Mm. So like, what are those two remixes? Uh, oh, I don't remember. Like it's been so it's honestly has been so long since I've even like I had a complete library of stuff on back when I had an iPod and then I accidentally washed my iPod and lost my entire library of songs. So and I never I never put the library back together. I should have, but I never put them back together. Ian, ring Um, the bell for me while I shame Gerald. Ring the bell. Ring the bell. Shame. I'm, I'm hearing the bell and I and I, I'm hearing the words. I just don't feel shamed. I just I just didn't get around to doing it. So a lot of stuff is going on memory, and whenever I try to actually remember something, my brain decides, nah. Uh, you want to listen to this other thing over here? Let me, let me point you to the shiniest new. But yeah, it's like I'll, I'll I'll be like, oh, I remember this, and I remember I liked it so much. What was it? <laughs> it's like mm. that's just the that's just my brain. Just uh. <laughs> mm. yeah. So, uh, any other songs for you, Ian, that you would like to uh, reminisce about? Mm. No, no, like no, so, like I. So I guess one of the ones that I I really like uh, is Sitting on the Dock of the Bay. That one comes on and I'm always like singing it and like just chilling and relaxing. I'll admit that's a good one. I like that one Which one is it? Because I I didn't hear the name. Sitting on the Dock of the Bay bay. Watching Uh. the tide roll my way Hmm. Yeah, sitting hmm. on the dock of the bay, wasting time. Yeah, yeah, I can, I can see that. But uh, so, no matter what your uh, <clears throat> race, creed, gender, sex, whatever, I'm sure that if this song came on, you would be down to sing it. Mama, no. <laughs> Actually, yep. there's like actually there's the two versions of that song. There's the original version, and then there's like uh, and then someone else sung another version. I forget, and I actually don't like the original version. I like the newer version of it. Heretic. Heretic. <laughs> Shun the non-believer. Shun. Well, that might also be because I heard the newer version of it before I heard the older version. So that might also be why. No, please please tell me it wasn't Justin Bieber that sang it. Cause... No. No, no, no. It's no, like no, Panic no, no, at no, the no, Disco. No. Yeah. It, it, okay, it's, I like, and I think I, I like, like it so much because uh, <clears throat> I think I like the panic at the if it's panic at the disco i think i like their rendition of it so much because it reminds me a lot of mr roboto by sticks it feels like they're Mm. singing a rock opera and i don't know for some reason i really like that 
Yeah, my oh. favorite one of my favorite songs from them is um, "Hey, Look, My Maiden." Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I know the one you're talking about because I hear it all the fucking time when I'm at work driving around. Um, I I can't think of it. I can't think of it, but I know what you're talking about. <clears throat> I guess uh, I've picked up as much stuff as I can. I'm on another hunt. Oh, why are you on another hunt without us? Because <laughs> right? I, you guys kept talking, and I've been like, I was sitting waiting and messing around with stuff, and you guys kept talking, well, so I just. When it's another hunt. <laughs> What's your in-game name? Yes. Uh, yes. Same. Same as my gamer tag. Uh, okay. Dragon well. Knight. Uh... <clears throat> All right. Let me enter. So. D R G N. What S T K R? D R. G N N G H T S T L K R. There's like no vowels. So D R G N S T. No D R G N N G H T S T L K R. Dragon Night Stalker. No vowels. N G. God damn it. N G T S T K R. Mm. Well, Gerald, if you can find him, uh, go ahead and uh, do that. And uh... what is the name again? <laughs> Dragon Night Stalker. No vowels. No vowels. Can I? I'm sorry, uh, Pat. Can I buy a vowel for uh, 500? Huh. Gotcha, Biatch. Hmm. Right. I don't like this sword. Well, you probably shouldn't. Oh, I actually got S as my rank this time. Yeah. Noise. Eat, eat it, bitches. Hmm. But uh, <clears throat> I was gonna say, uh, since we were talking at Panic at talking about Panic at the Disco, uh, I write sins, not tragedies, is also one that I will sing along to. Yeah. Unabashedly. <laughs> I don't care who's in the vehicle with me. <laughs> so I have so I have like two or three that I'll that I'll flat out sing no matter where I'm at if this song is playing. Um and it's um Grenade by Bruno Mars. Mm. And um <laughs> hold on, let me find it real quick. It's uh I have it right here. Okay. Uh Say you won't let go, James Arthur. Hmm. <clears throat> okay, so I typed in Dragon Night Stalker without vowels, and it said can't send request. 
So yeah, I'm getting the same thing. So look up uh, look up my gamer tag Vincent DB82 and send me a friend's request. I should be able to find you that way. Okay, hold on. Let me hold, please. <clears throat> Do I need to go to the title screen? It says nope. Just press select, and it'll uh, when you're in town. Just press select, and you'll see add friends. You'll see my mm. friends, add friends, and guilds, and then just mm. go to the uh, search I bar. Okay. Says so. Yeah. All I right. Just, I just added you. Yeah, I got you, and you're not the one that I thought you were. Does this mean you failed? No, it means uh, means we all failed. The city and arrows coming for us. <clears throat> okay then. Because okay. you're team mad sob wait what yeah you're unc mad sob how is your original gamer tag why is it on my original gamer tag Mm, probably because your original gamer tag is still a part of your account so when you linked it it used your original one okay yeah then i apologize i was not tracking that it uh put me on my original gamer tag oh actually now it now it shows as an epic friend your drgn yeah nghtstlkr drgn nghtstlkr yeah but uh that's so i have you there now but so uh gerald add him as UNC, so that's a Uniform November Charlie, Mike, Alpha, Delta, Sierra, Oscar, Bravo. Okay. Yeah, said it was sent. Okay, so uh, we'll take this uh, this minute yep. to uh, hear a word from our sponsor, which hopefully our sponsor's listening to us and they hear our gripes. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. So we'll be back. Okay, there's one. Hello, Gerald. Hello. And we are back. We are back. Uh, I like the the sound of the... There's Ian. Welcome back, Ian. Oh, uh, and I remembered what that uh, one of the country songs I actually liked. It's Before He Cheats by Carrie Underwood. Uh, <sighs> and one of the reasons I liked it, because I remember <laughs> I was talking to my cousin about it back when we were back when it came out i was talking to my cousin Blue. about it and i'm like well at least she's honest enough to tell us she's a crazy bitch beforehand <laughs> <laughs> was this blue you were to the cousin you usually tell me about uh uh Lavelle? yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, I was. I remember when it came out because we were listening to it. We were driving, and we were listening. And it came on, and we were listening to it. And I was like, "Well, at least she's telling you she's a crazy bitch from the get go." 
like. <laughs> you'd, you'd like to think she was telling you that. So uh... she didn't tell whoever the guy in the song is. She didn't tell him. But then she made the song and she let everybody else know. So hmm. I can respect right. that. <laughs> <laughs> because maybe she didn't know until she made the song. <laughs> and and she and I'm just gonna let you know. I'm gonna let you know right now. Everything in that song is crazy bitch territory. Whether you think it is or not, it's crazy bitch territory. <laughs> oh no so. no no yeah yeah. I'm definitely saying that's crazy bitch territory. But like you saying that she didn't think she knew. That's bullshit. <laughs> oh no, knew. she. Well, that's the thing. She may not think that that is a crazy bitch thing to do, but it is a crazy bitch thing to do because mm. normal people just break up with a boyfriend that they find out is cheating on them. <laughs> crazy <laughs> bitches key his car and pop his tires and stuff. <laughs> and take a Louisville slugger to both headlights. Right. <laughs> so uh maybe next time he'll think before he cheats. Right. And that's that's also another point in that song. What do you mean maybe he'll think twice the next time he cheats? Well, no, I think she says later on that it won't be on her. Oh yeah. So maybe he'll just think twice the next time he's in a relationship and decides to cheat. Yeah. It's like so now he has to decide Every girl he gets involved with, is she a crazy bitch? <laughs> like, right. But I, I guess I guess that's something everybody has to has to deal with. <laughs> uh, so uh let's uh Ian, what's your what's your status on uh on Netflix and Disney Plus? I have both. Okay, so let's start with Mandalorian. On this segment. love, love Mandalorian. Everybody says that I'm still blah. I don't know why I'm still blah. I'm I'm sorry. It's like old fashioned cowboy series only in Star Wars, and by far it's like the best, like Star Wars. I don't know storyline that it, to me it, it's it's a better storyline than some of the other stuff that that they've come out with. So. Okay, well, so... you may have nailed it when you said old style cowboy, because when I was little, my dad used to love watching black and white cowboy shows. Yeah. So spaghetti when we, yeah, spaghetti westerns. So there was a time when we only had one TV in the house. And of course, right. dad mm. had full control over it. So I had to sit down and watch these spaghetti westerns all the time. I got real tired of it real quick so it might be that that's why because i don't think the mandalorian is bad by any measure uh it's just i'm not as excited for it as everyone else seems to be the witcher though i actually love it i thought the witcher was great yeah i think the witcher is great the best part about it on board the best part about it was the fact that no 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 in a little bit, we're talking well, about Mandalorian right now. Are we going to do spoilers, or are we just going to talk a little bit about each one, or are we going to do go yeah. ahead and spoil and stuff like that? Yeah, okay, that's what I so want to know. For... Are we spoiling at all? Because 
Yeah. I, I know Gerald's binged it because he's been off this week. I've only, for Witcher, I'm up to either episode three or four. And oh, I've, hell, watched the point, whole se- I've watched the whole season. Yeah, so you're you're basically right after Yennefer becomes hot. That's where you're at. No, 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 no actually, no. I've I've gotten to Yennefer becoming hot, and uh, and we'll get to that. Like I said, because I have questions, and okay. I and we talked about this on Discord and in chat because I have questions because. It seems there's a lot of wibbly wobbly timey wimey shit going on with Witcher. Okay. And well, hold on just a moment. Quick interruption. Uh, Ian, I sent you an invite to the party. Uh, let me know if you need me to send you another one. Oh, that worked. He might be in the middle of something. Well, that's what I'm saying. If he's already in the middle of a hunt, when he comes out of that hunt, so, oh no, no I'm, not the, I'm not in the middle of the hunt. I've been in the city the whole time because you guys got upset the last time I went into the middle of a hunt. <laughs> Don't go into a hunt. <laughs> Stop <laughs> it! What are you doing? <laughs> Don't I'm trying to get stuff done. Leave me alone, asshole. Uh, are we gonna Don't do another? Was no. Just patrols to help Ian get up the to get some stuff. Yeah, that's cool. Um, I'm always down to uh, fuck behemoths in the face. You know that. All right. So we'll do <laughs> pursuits. And I think we can do... No, not pursuits. Uh, we want patrols. We do want patrols? Okay. Uh, we want yeah. to do neutrals or what? So What do you I, want to how do, How many Ian? of these bull rings am I supposed to collect? All of them. Yeah, it's how I'm, you level up your account. I'm at three of of ten. Yeah. Um. So, uh, Ian, Ian, you remember Fortnite, right? I've never played Fortnite, but you know of it, right? Uh, who doesn't know Fortnite? Same same company does this game. Yeah, I I figured that out already. Yeah. So. Uh, you know, you grab all those bull rings you can, and um, <laughs> those are like experience for your game level. Okay. I'm at five of ten. I'm trying to collect all ten before I leave the city again. Okay, we can wait. Well, you might not find all ten. That's the That's one of the issues with this. But since uh, since we're waiting for Ian to run around the city, um, so are we going to talk Mandalorian, or are we going to go just straight to Witcher and so? Fuck it? I we mean, can, we can talk Mandalorian, but we I haven't like decided if we're spoiling or not. Yeah, that's that's the thing is like if we go into talking about Mandalorian, we got to worry about spoilers, especially with this latest episode. The latest episode is by far the most mind-blowing of them all. And they've all been pretty mind-blowing episodes. Yeah, so... Uh, okay, so as as a creator of podcast, uh, spoiler alert in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. 
You have been warned. Let's go. Okay, so when you were talking to me about it before I got a chance to watch the episode, you were talking about a double cross upon a double cross upon a double cross, and I was like, at what point in time does he not get double cross? <laughs> no, that, that's Witcher. We're talking about Mandalorian. Oh, you were talking about The Witcher when you said that? I thought you were talking about the latest episode of The Mandalorian. So Mandalorian no, no. got double cross, but not like double cross over double cross over double cross. Right. And the thing, yeah. and, and to be honest, the thing that blew my mind the most was the very last scene of this the most recent the the the, the last uh episode of the season just Which that is they where... actually caught baby yoda no 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 so the the that was the second to last episode um where they they caught baby yoda and they um the guys on the speeder bikes like Picked ran off up. with them after killing Quill. So yeah. there is another episode then. Yes. Okay, See, so that's what I had asked and I was yeah. told that no there Stop wasn't, there. so I didn't Okay. So yeah. after the so there's an episode that came out yesterday. Okay. Okay, so that's why there. it came out yesterday. Yeah. Okay. Stop there. We'll so I will there. not say anything else. Um, I oh, no, say- you're fine. You guys can spoil no, it. No, no, no. I'm still going to go watch it. It's fine. Oh, yeah. oh I'm not. Yeah. It, like, you Did, know, you already David, know me, David. I don't it? care about spoilers. No, I haven't. I Like, I wanted to check, yeah. but I didn't. I'm not, but, I'm, uh, I'm not going to say anything then because I don't, I don't want uh, David to get mad for me spoiling it. Okay. So, All right. But well, I, then I no Mandalorian say, spoilers. Um, so I will say, I will say this. Um, by far, I think that Mandalorian is is one of the um, better things that Star Wars, that Disney has put together. And I am very, very, very happy with how um, with how John Favreau has has put this series together. Yeah, yeah, because. If if you didn't know, Happy Hogan from the Iron Man movies is directing the shit. Oh yeah, not to mention the fact that Happy Hogan has also directed some of the Iron Man movies and other Marvel movies as well. Indeed. He is he I I think that he is a phenomenal director, producer, and he has done uh an absolutely uh glorious job helping Disney with uh portraying the right stuff for uh the marvel cinematic universe but also star wars as well Mm. yeah so so gerald send us on a on a patrol Uh, well is ian ready he didn't say anything i need i need one more i'm at nine of ten i'm i'm currently like exploring all over the place you're Um, probably not gonna find it this time around do you want to bet? I'll I'll bet some glimmer. Because <laughs> I'm I'm finding like I'm finding. <clears throat> oh, <laughs> you know what? It's a good thing you didn't bet. No, I said I bet some glimmer. I'm just saying I just got ten out of ten. Oh, uh, you just found it. Yeah, cool. Then I will set us up for a patrol. Uh, is there any particular armor set or anything that you were looking to get in that you saw that you liked? Um, I he, haven't. He probably, yeah, looked, he hasn't seen it. I yet haven't seen anything. He's, 
Right now, I uh, have basically the first three armor sets that you can have. Um, I I have the Boreal Epiphany, the Fiery... uh, Well, so I got the Boreal, the Fiery, and the Nasher for, like, all... Like, I had their full armor sets. Okay, we'll just go down the list then. We'll start with neutral patrols and just go down the list. Yeah, I am, however, going to... um, do some transmogging of my armor because uh, I don't like the way that it looks. Yeah, that's the thing about uh, games like these. Because of the way that they put their stats and special abilities on armors, you end up coming out looking like a hot mess. Yeah. (laughs) And and so you absolutely want to glamour stuff. And Part of me is like, do they do that on purpose to get you to buy stuff out of the cash shop? Because that's that's shady. But if they well, don't, some do some of it, this stuff I've gotten from the 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 hero leveling or whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and and then at this point, I'm just gonna go in and and uh, tweak it. Yeah, dye all my yeah. armor same color. Oh, all right, there. And waiting on Ian. So, if we're not going to talk about the Mandalorian, so that me and David can there watch it, do we want to then talk about The Witcher? Yes, yes, we'll, we'll talk okay. about The Witcher because the uh, the next subject that you had posed that we would talk about because we we talked about it on the test slash behind the scenes episode. I'm sure Ian's got a lot of shit to say about that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So just starting off with the Witcher topic, then um, I am saying this from the from the experience of someone who has not played the Witcher games, any of them. Same here. And I haven't read any of the books. There's books. So, yes, their books books. started first. and yeah, the games Ooh. are based off of the books. Um, oh, I've got catching up to do. <laughs> and I haven't read any of the books. I haven't played any of the games. And I love this show. I really, yeah. oh. really have been enjoying it. And I, and I think Henry Cavill and everyone's been saying it, but I now that I've watched him do it, he makes an amazing Geralt. Oh yeah, just yeah. from they couldn't like, have picked a better person for several different reasons too, and it's not just because he's got the build, the face, and everything, and the jaw. It, he like he plays the game too, so like he's he's finished Witcher three on several different occasions, and like he he I don't know if he's read the books or whatever, but he's like the one that like a lot of the stuff that they do in the movies or in the TV series and whatnot. They're doing it because he's like, no, no, no. This is the way it needs to be because they were going to take it a certain direction, and and Henry Cavill's like, no, no, no. It needs to be this way. They, they then he's most it. likely read the books. Oh yeah. Okay, so so Henry Cavill, if you're listening to this podcast, uh, we <laughs> definitely want to have you on so we can pick your brain. Because well, absolutely, you know, I, I've seen you as Superman, and it was meh. But as Geralt of Rivia, you're fucking awesome. Well, fucking and then yeah. the other thing is he. So he also played a um, a CIA agent in um, Mission Impossible. Um, the first or which one? Uh, 
I want to say Ghost Protocol. I it it wasn't the first. It's like one of the latest ones that that okay. came out. Yeah, um, I haven't haven't seen any of those yet. But uh, like he and Tom Hanks get into this fight in the bathroom, and like, wait, he, Tom Hanks? I'm not, I'm not sorry, Tom Cruise. I don't know why I said Tom <laughs> Hanks. Uh, I was about to anyways. say, what the fuck, Mister Rogers? Do <laughs> no, he and he and uh, Tom Cruise get in a, in a fight. In, in the bathroom and it's like ridiculous because you know Tom Cruise is like what like five four five six and five four he- yeah Henry Cavill's <laughs> like six four and they still uh, made it seem like um, uh, they still made it seem like they were still you know fairly evenly matched height wise but like I've in all honesty, uh, as far as as acting goes, I've I've been a fan of uh, of Henry Cavill. He may not have been quote unquote the best Superman. I think he portrayed it well enough for the era that they were going for. Because um, mm. uh, yeah. DC has 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 been. Uh, trying to do things a bit differently than what they've done in the past because they're mm. trying to keep up with Marvel. Mm. Mm. Um, At least they yeah, should they're be. doing <laughs> they're doing shit differently, all right. Yeah, but like, <laughs> if you mean fucking up, <laughs> the the thing that surprised me because I didn't know this beforehand, but Henry Cavill is actually British. So, like, mm. when when uh, um when watching him play Superman and everything, his American accent's actually like really good. And, and watching him in the movie, uh, as a CIA agent was, was, um, was surprising as well. Cause again, his, his American accent is really good, but the, mm-hmm. his, his, he's actually utilizing his British accent. Ow, fuck. And, uh, I'll get you in a sec. Go ahead and continue, Ian. Uh, or just uh, in just, in The Witcher. You know. So, like in The Witcher, he's actually using his his British accent and deepening his voice just a little bit. Because at one point they were uh, contemplating using him as a as a as a next uh, Bond. Mm. Okay, so originally I might have been against it just because uh, for the last. 30 years Bond's been a white dude but I would be down for uh, Idris Elba Idris Elba yeah Yeah, I'd be down for him being a Bond hell yeah especially after watching him in um, in the uh, Luke and Hobbs or the 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 Hobbs and Shaw Sean Hobbs yeah yeah Hobbs and yeah well I haven't seen that so I'll just say, but I've seen him in I've seen him in Luther a little bit. I saw him in that swimmer movie or whatever. Where uh, what about the Dark where, Tower? Now, I thought see, he was good. He was probably the only like good thing about the Dark Tower movie. Okay, um, outside so, of the uh, outside of the Man in Black, like I was going to um, say, you I didn't like the, Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, Matthew so, McConaughey, I actually did like. Okay, so as someone who's read all seven books of The Dark Tower, 
he did good as uh, as the gunslinger. Slinger, yeah. Uh, I can't think of the actual gunslinger's name at the moment. It's a G name. It's not Gerald. It's not Geralt. It's uh, no, it's Roland. Roland. Yeah. Hey, yeah, I thought so. I was like, what? That. Hmm. Yeah. yeah uh, Roland cause... though is uh, in the books is a a white dude. So. Well, no surprise there. (laughs) It was written by Stephen King. Ah, balls. Yeah, Stephen King. Yeah, (laughs) but... fell uh, off the edge. But, you know, going off of everything I read, and it it was... That was like the last year of me working at the the airport was reading all the Dark Tower books because that was my literally first introduction to Stephen King's writing and Gerald you and I have talked about his penchant for fucking rambling well you've talked about it and I have noticed it but it's never been a really big issue Um, because I read the Dreamcatcher as well and he does it a lot in the Dreamcaster now that I think about it the uh, Dreamcatcher Mm. He does it a lot, but it was never, I don't know. It was just never an issue for me uh, personally. So I don't know. Well, I'm not saying it's an, it's an issue for reading, but as a, as a writer and as someone who's been since we met, been trying to, excuse me, trying to write books It's one of those things like, okay, so how do I fill the space? And Stephen King's like, hold my cocaine, watch this. It's like, that's completely off topic, Stephen. I know. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to fucking hate this clown, though. His name is Pennywise, and he's like the amalgamation of all the hate of humans. But, you know, this is how I fill that shit. And I was actually kind of surprised that uh, we didn't see Cujo, Christine or Pennywise in any of the seven books of the Dark Tower, because that was supposed to be his magnum opus. Now we yeah, do I thought he I thought you did meet Pennywise or a creature like Pennywise in the uh because there's apparently another creature that's like Pennywise. Okay, um, so let me ask you this was Pennywise a spider in the books? Uh which books? Pennywise. The Dark we're Tower books, about, or no, we're talking about it. Was did Pennywise end up being a spider? Yeah, he was like a crustacean spider thingy. Okay, but, so yeah, that's that's the Red King from the Dark Tower series. Okay, so uh, real he was quick, just, uh, hmm. if if I go in and do one of the things that I'm supposed to do, will it drag you two with me? Oh, it's his well, only I already can start a hunt. Never mind. Oh yeah, yeah, my bad. I'd already queued us up for the next one. Uh, we'll uh, I'll make you party lead, and we can go do one of you. We can go do one of your quests. Yeah, I uh, just we can need go to do your quest. Slay a lesser drask. Yeah, because I'm weak. <laughs> 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 uh, 
we will make that lesser Drascar bitch. Just saying. But but, but back yeah, to so, the Witcher. Because we, we, we did go off on a tangent. We're getting further and further away from what we were supposed to be talking yeah. about. So, yeah. Yeah. so which, back to my original original topic of discussion that they, they couldn't have picked a, a better person to actually portray the Witcher. And it's not just, like I said, it's not just because he has the body, he has the face, and he's like pretty much uh, uh, a living representation of, of what uh, Geralt of Rivia, um, Rivia looks like. He is yeah. he he is such a fan of the 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 series itself and everything that um, it it just he's gonna make sure that the the part is portrayed the way it needs to be portrayed. So, okay, so, so actually, that I'm... brings up a good point because you say that he that he is almost a living representation of Geralt. People have been saying the same thing about Chris Hemsworth and his Thor portrayal, so oh, yes. much so that some people have been actually uh, theorizing that it it's very possible that Chris Hemsworth could actually be the god of thunder come down to play the role so <laughs> knowing what we know about the witcher is it possible that henry cavill is a is actually a genetically mutated person <laughs> <laughs> well well remember siri uh for those who don't know if you don't know much about siri herself she has the ability to jump back and forth through time space so she can not only jump forward and backward in time she can jump into parallel dimensions right that's what i'm fucking that's the fucking thing because and i'm and i'm sorry to interrupt mm because i had told you about this when i was watching the episodes that i had and right that's not what's going on okay but still. that's not what's going. This is an ability Siri gets much later when she herself also becomes a witcher. I think she becomes oh? a witcher. Who? Um, and that. Oh, sorry. Uh, the... Spoilers. Not for the show though. This is just lore in the books. Right. Um. But spoilers from here on out, everybody. <laughs> Five, but four, three, two, one. You've been warned. One of the things very, about very the Witcher. Warned. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, one ahead. of the things about the Witcher that. Uh, a lot of people have been upset about is that Siri is being portrayed as a 12-year-old version of herself rather than the adult kick-ass version of herself. And mm. I think I just got put into this hunt without either of you two for some reason. Yeah, um, you did. Yeah, I'm not, but, uh, I'm not with you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, quit after that and then uh, join us back. Okay. Um, but a lot of people are mad about it because she's not being portrayed as the current Badass, bad, uh, kick-ass Siri. Um, and but, I, I mean, I understand that. I understand that. <laughs> However, the the problem with that is you have so like for those, you're gonna get a huge. Well, fan hold, base on, that hold, watch on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I understand where you're going with that, <laughs> and I, I'm just stating that that's what a lot of people have had an issue with because they're portraying her as the 12 year old version. So a lot, a, not a lot has been going on with her character because the Siri that we get to know 
is already an adult and jumping through dimensions and stuff and just being the most badass thing since badass in the Witcher world. So everybody wanted that series because right. that series is ridiculously powerful. Like everything you've seen a mage do, Siri is like ten times more powerful than that. Right. No, so I, 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 what I you're understand saying is that. The Bungie needs to OP Siri. Or uh, Bungie needs to nerf Siri Gotcha. Uh, but like, what? Like, I I get it, and a a lot of the people that are going to be watching The Witcher are going to be watching it because they've either played the game or they've read the books or anything like that. But what they don't understand is is The Witcher just like any other series that they that they start like, for example, just like The Mandalorian. You have to provide a base for the show to go on. You can't just jump into the show. Uh, without providing backstory, even if you do say like two seasons of of what everybody wants to see, and then you do a season of of flashback, that's still going to end up confusing the hell out of people. So you gotta you gotta do something that's gonna uh, pull in everybody, not just the people that that play the video game or or read the books, but the people that are are watching it because basically Henry Cavill. That's I mean, let's be honest. A lot of the people are watching it because it's him and they want to be able to see him shirtless. So you still have to be able to to provide a, a storyline. And, and I think that's one of the things that because I've talked to a few people that have been watching the show and they're like, I don't I like I, I'm getting confused. I don't understand what's going on. And I had to be like, yo, like you're watching the show. But as you're watching the show, it's like flashbacks in the show. They're like, what do you mean? It's like and and that's that's the issue I've been having, and I've and I told Gerald about this, and uh, I, we can bring you in the in on this then as well. Cause... well so okay, the, the well, one thing I've let me go ahead people... and clear something up. Let well, let me clear something up real quick because David did ask me about it, and I didn't want to spoil it because when I was watching when I was watching the show, I was like, wait, what's going on here? And in episode about two. In the late part of episode two, the early part of episode three, I noticed a weirdness. And I was like, wait a minute. Are we getting two points of view from two different times? And if so, which time is the one we're actually following? And at first, I thought it was Geralt. But the main timeline is actually Siri. And what they're doing... What it is is a converging timeline. So Siri is our main timeline, and mm-hmm. that's what's going on in the current present. Right. And Geralt is a past timeline, and as they're well basically showing you – as well as Yennefer. And they're, they're showing you what those two characters were doing up to the point where the two times converge when he meets Siri. So, That's why I was okay. telling it's, you it's, I really hope they don't do the thing I think they're going to do at the in the last episode cuz I was like holy crap they've been harping and harping harping the girl in the woods the girl in the woods and I'm like okay I get it let him meet Siri and let's move on with our lives and they were like no right no so, no it, so like how, it's, how far <laughs> have you guys watched Witcher I've uh, watched Gerald's- the entire thing Okay. Yeah, Gerald's watched it all. Okay. I'm up to yeah. You're I'm you're, up to you're like what midway through episode four, or or are you like midway through episode three? Okay, no, he's so finished episode three, right? 
Okay, so what I've seen is I've seen Yennefer go through the transformation. Mm-hmm. I've heard her say that she's been dealing with uh, kingdom bullshit for three decades. That that might be episode four. And she's still hot. And the assassin comes for the chick and her baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Episode four. Yeah, so... You know they. She does the. She does the uh, Doctor Strange thing with, but she doesn't have the knuckle, the knuckle ring, and she does the Doctor Strange thing for a couple times, and then she. <laughs> and it was actually really funny because that that stupid bitch was like, "You're such a worthless fucking person," and blah blah blah, and then. Yeah. Like the third the third time, she just disappears herself. And then the chick's like, you fucking bitch. Yeah. And, uh, but so where I ended was that Yennefer went back, killed the, uh, the knife spider. That's what I'm going to call it. Cause that's kind of what it is. A uh, knife, knife spider. cockroach. Yeah. It, it was literally a giant cockroach. Yeah. I was going to say it's a, it's a, cockroach rather than a spider because it only had three legs on either side. Yeah. Well, well, I hate it even more and I'm glad that Yennefer killed it. So, <laughs> just saying. Okay, so... Well, so that brings up so, a good point though. Uh, go ahead, Ian. Real quick. So, oh, so, uh, quick interruption. Um, I'm back in the game so you guys can send me an invite. Okay. So, so here's so here's the thing with regards to The Witcher because it, it is several... It, it's not just two different timelines it's it's several timelines because what they're doing is they're providing a backstory for Geralt they're providing a backstory for Yennefer and they're providing a backstory for Ciri because when it comes down to it the show is basically going to revolve around all three of them the 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 whole goal of the show is is to show is basically to follow the three of them as um Basically, uh, Geralt and Yennefer raise Ciri to be the badass that she's destined to be. Um, but it's it was so like it's it's interesting because there's tie-in parts, and then there's so you have the three timelines, and then you have the the two timelines of Geralt and Yennefer that that cross over, and then you have. Essentially, what's going to end up happening is is you're going to get onto the main timeline. But the point that I, and and I'm not anything. But the point that it happens, you're going to have a mind gasm, uh, David. Hmm. Just just so you know, yeah. there's there's going to be a point where everything just comes to a head, and you're just going to be like, like the fourth <laughs> symphony, fucking <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fucking it's it because. So like I, by the All right, second so bye guys. episode, I'm watch this shit. Just kidding. By, by the second episode, oh. I had an understanding of of what was. Oh, I should probably like do what I was trying to do. Um, by the second episode, I had an understanding of what was going on with regards to the timelines. But by the episode that everything, um, like so, go ahead and start us a, up on, uh, on a hunt I, for you. I did. Okay, continue. Uh, but by the time that 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 convergence happened, I I was just like, I, well, I, I was glad that I was right. 
but there's I'm actually going to go th- I've actually started watching it again because you watch it through the first time not really understanding what's going on when you watch it through the second time you catch so many different things that you missed the first time around because you were so mm-hmm. baffled about how they were doing the timeline stuff right and that that's where I'm at because I'm like how guys... old is this motherfucker Okay, cool. I did put uh, in. Yeah, Geralt, because he's a mutant, ages slower than a normal person. I don't mm. think he's immortal, but he's been around for a while. Like, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, right. he's been around close to like 100 years or more because he was around and an active witcher when his order was destroyed. Yeah, and his yeah, orders that... been de- had been destroyed for a minute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because that was brought up in the uh, episode where uh, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog Knight came up and was like, oh, law of surprise. And then the the queen, being the bitch that she is evidently, because she's a bitch, um, had actually, like, she... And I, and I saw this in that episode that I had watched last night, and it was like, uh, you know, Witcher, will you uh, will you kill someone for me? And then you know the you know Sonic the Hedgehog the Knight comes up and he you know he fucks the the door guards up and <clears throat> and all that shit, and then it's like everyone just evolves into that scene from. Uh, the Kingsman where, you know, uh, Samuel L. Jackson's character just like activates those quote unquote free SIM cards. So that's, uh, that's something that might be brought up, uh, later in the show. Behemoth. The behemoth. The behemoth is somewhere over there. Wait, somewhere over where I don't, I'm like nowhere near you right now. Well, I'm, uh, I'm being... look for his diamond on the map up there. Yeah, I'm I'm being facetious, so I'm oh. saying it's somewhere over there because I haven't found him yet either. But uh, so I was just bringing up that point of uh, duplicitousness, and yeah. this is where uh, I was. Uh, sending Gerald messages like, "Oh, it's a it's a uh, quintuple septuple cross." <laughs> so it's like a it's like a five seven cross, and everyone is getting fucked by everyone else. Not really. So There's actually, none of that going on. Yeah, the thing about the <laughs> queen is, like you said, she has a duplicitous nature. Um, and they yeah. actually portrayed it really well because there's a point where she's talking to – I want to say she's talking to her daughter. And she's talking about how all these stupid rules that the men made up and stuff like that. Yeah. But she yeah, adheres no. to those rules. She still adheres to those rules. But the moment the law of surprise comes into it, she immediately oh, goes no. against it. And the thing is, the law of, the law of surprise 
is literally something that none of the guys in there wanted to fuck with. They were like, every dude in there was yeah. like, it's the law of surprise. You don't screw with that. If he yeah. invoked the law of surprise and that was, you, that's the way that works. That's destiny. You can't do nothing about that. And she's like, whoa, 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 fuck all you guys. You didn't push a kid out of you. And they're all looking at her like, really? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, we're not we're not trying Found to it. just marry her off. This is a literal forces beyond your control situation, woman. This is not the time to decide you want to be rebellious. But yeah. she did, and that's what fucked her entire country. So it and, was Oh, it's over here. Ian's over and here then, by it. And the thing is, when the knight first shows up and he his helmet is taken off and she's like kill that monster Garol even goes that's not a monster yeah. he has been cursed he is a cursed mm-hmm. person yeah. and then her own daughter goes to defend him and she's still trying to kill him and, and, and to the point where she pretends like she's on his side and tries to stab him which is when his daughter's powers get released to save him and yeah, it's yep, like, yep. wow, are you really your own daughter is literally in in this with him. This isn't him trying to impose himself on your daughter. Your daughter is literally going, no, no, I want to be with this guy. And right. not only that, but the curse actually had a point in time when he would go back to being human, which is when him and her daughter met. So it's not like he's like that all the time. And she, like, it was unreasonable how against it she was, right? It it felt like it it felt a little forced how unreasonable she was being with it. Um, Tells off. And then once Siri is born, she does the exact same thing. In understanding how it had already worked out, right? Yeah, it's, it, right. <laughs> like it's so dumb. It was so yeah. dumb. And um, and um and I'm gonna be honest when uh, when the queen was doing the whole, you know, I'm uber feminist and and fuck all the swinging dicks and everything. I I rolled my eyes because you know that's just kind of. Well, uh, I, I'm I'm not saying that what they were doing was uh, was like and and trying and tying in what's happening in today's world, um, because she's portrayed as a warrior queen. The, like the whole thing about her is is she's portrayed as having all the power. So of course she's going to be. <clears throat> fuck what men say so on and so forth uh, uh i'm the queen it it's it's what i like whatever i'm i'm feminist but yeah, that's the problem well, though she wasn't because she, until that moment she was adhering to the rules that the men had set up it was only at that point that she was so resistant well it, and it and was he's the not whole wrong. like it was the whole like <laughs> the dude looked like a hedgehog. Yeah, he was he was on he was Sonic the Knight. <laughs> she was trying and like she was refusing to marry the man whose son she was trying to marry to her daughter 
because she wanted the 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 power from there. That was the other reason why she, besides the fact that dude looked like a hedgehog, he uh, um, wasn't going to provide her with with anything to help out against uh, her enemies. So that yeah, was the other and, reason why she didn't want anything to do with him. And wasn't 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 she trying to force her daughter towards the uh, the super buff ginger? Yeah, that, that was well, the, no. the son. That was, yeah, that's the son of of the man that she eventually <clears throat> ended up marrying. Yeah, yeah, she was. Uh, it had already been decided that her daughter was going to marry him. Because that was like one of the first conversations she had with her daughter was just suck it up, deal with it. And once you're married, you can have whoever you want, because that's apparently how that worked. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, and, and that's, then uh, the, that's, that's feminine right there. And then the hedgehog knight came in and was like, you know, law of surprise. Um, mm. And that's when she which, lost her shit and was like, Witcher, kill him. And he's like, yeah, no, nah, I'm going to. And that's why it was so weird for me to watch that portion because all of these other things, because of the position of power she was in, she could have changed if she wanted to. Nobody really could have gone against her. But the law of surprise, a rule that has been in force since basically time immemorial, that yes. no one messed with because it involved destiny itself that she couldn't deal with. Yeah. That's why that was so weird. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's like uh, um, Ian, you watch Game of Thrones, right? I have I'm sure you Game of Thrones. Yeah, I watched it. So you Until remember when... <laughs> Yeah, okay, so Remember when uh, Tyrion was brought up to uh, to the court, and then he was like, "I claim right of combat." It's kind of like mm. that. Well, no, wait. So, like when he was about to get kicked out the sky door. And then he was right. like, I claim right of combat. And then that's mm-hmm. when, uh, you know, crazy helicopter mom and titty feeding child were like, and titty feeding child was like, I want to see him fall out the sky door. Ugh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, that's when uh, the, the uh, sword hand is like, all right, fine. Midget, I'll, I'll fight your battle. And then he kills the dude, and that's when Tyrion wins the trial by combat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of like kind of like that. I don't uh I wouldn't compare it to that because it the the law of surprise isn't invoked because Like the trial by combat is like a rule that is upheld as a way of solving disputes that can't be solved, so on and so forth. But the law of surprise is an actual force in the world. Like at any point in time in the Game of Thrones, they could have just ignored the trial by combat if they wanted to. 
But the law of surprise is literally something you cannot go against. It is a force of nature in and of itself. It is a it is a magical thing in nature that when invoked is unstoppable, which is the reason right. it led to the downfall of her kingdom. Yeah. Because okay. she tried to yeah. go against it. Yeah. Don't say okay. anymore because because <laughs> don't say anymore. Okay. Sorry. Okay, well, I mean, like, all you had to say was it was a law of the land. Like, it it's, was... It's not even... A, it, but that's the thing. It's not even a law of the land. It it was it was a law of the universe, if you wish, if right. you will. Because it's everybody, like a regardless of... It, it, was, it, was, it was deemed a law of nature that you... If somebody claimed that, you can't go against it. And the minute you go against it, destiny will, will find some way to... To basically fuck you, fuck you over. No, to and then fulfill it. Fulfill it. Yeah, like right. The the, so, the manner so... of which. So we'll just say the manner of which she went against it is the reason why episode one happened. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so let me quote Aslan. Don't quote the old rules to me, which I was there when they were written. Yeah. Correct. That that's actually a, an accurate way of of portraying the law of surprise. And I know a lot of people in reviews I've listened to don't really like the law of surprise because it seems silly, but understand that it's called the law of surprise by humans, but it seems like, as Aslan said, one of those old rules that was written for the way reality works. Yeah. Yeah. So, Ian, (laughs) go ahead and uh, start another hunt. I I have promoted... What's his face to leader so that he can take us on patrol or whatever? Oh, oh okay. So, on so the way. you're now what's his face? Gotcha. <laughs> I'm horrible with names. You know this. Wait, what's your name again? I'm sorry. Who are you? Uh, exactly. Um, <laughs> ha- hashtag new phone who dis. I am outraged. How dare you <laughs> hear my outrage? <laughs> Uh, it's it, there. It, it's making me. It's making me quiver in my pajamas. <laughs> okay, so so while I'm not quivering in the brand new sweats I bought from Walmart, we're gonna take a break. And uh, so, since we can't talk about Mandalorian, we're gonna talk about impeachment. Pass. <laughs> <laughs> So see you when we get back, everybody. We will be back. I think Ian's actually going to legit pass on this because he doesn't want to talk about it. Well, if he doesn't want to talk about it, he doesn't have to. We're not here to force him to do something he don't want to do. No, Um, that's true. But uh, so, yeah, we uh, welcome back, everybody. Uh, We had actually started talking about this uh, on a test slash behind the scenes podcast where I was uh, all kinds of toasted slash three sheets to the wind slash all that shit. Yeah. So it it is about the impeachment of Donald Trump. Um, And interestingly enough, 
Uh, oh, there again. Oh, there he is. Yeah, well, he I was sitting here to... wondering why I couldn't hear anything and why I wasn't talking with anybody. I looked over. I hadn't clicked the check button saying that, yes, I'm ready to join the, the podcast. <laughs> okay. So, uh, um, yeah. If you so don't want to join in on this topic discussion, that's fine. Because a lot of people feel strongly about it. Uh, and part of what I was going to talk about is how me and my dad actually got into an argument over it without me mm. intending to. Um, it just sort of happened. Uh, so that's up to you whether you want to chime in and say anything about it or not. But uh, to those who are listening, uh, the topic is on the impeachment of Donald Trump. Um, mm. Now, so just let from... Me, oh, let go me ahead. go ahead and say this. There have been articles of impeachment for almost every goddamn president this country has had. Yeah. But whether or not Congress has actually pursued it is another topic entirely. Yeah, there have only been three times Congress has actually pursued an impeachment all to its conclusion. This would be the fourth time if they do it. Uh, and, um, And in each of those three instances, the president was not removed from office. I think it's interesting the, the the people like oh we won we impeached him he's no longer the president I'm like that's not how it works it's not how it's because works. they don't know what impeachment right? was to be fair neither did I that's how I got into the argument with my dad because I was actually calling him to wit to see how he was doing and wish him a merry Christmas so I were talking and I don't even remember how we got on the subject but we got on the subject of Donald Trump. And we got on the subject of the impeachment. Now, once again, I didn't know what impeachment actually was at the time. And it was only after I had this argument with my dad that I went and looked it up to find out what an impeachment was. Uh, So we get into this argument because he's talking about how the Democratic Party finally has – and I'm paraphrasing – but finally has Trump by the balls – and they're going to hmm. drag him through the mud and they're going to take him out of office. And I'm just like, hmm. Dad, he hasn't hmm. done anything of that he can be criminally charged with. And hmm. he's telling, and my dad's telling me, no, Pelosi has all this information on him. They have all these charges. And I'm like, well, what criminal act has he been charged with? And my dad can't tell me that. And we get to a point where he's like, you think I'm lying to you? And I, in my head, I'm like, how did we get here? How did we get to the <laughs> point where he thinks I'm attacking him? I'm not trying to attack him. I'm just trying to advocate for that we have to follow the proper rules. But I, I told my dad, hey, look, I will go back and listen to the trial, listen to the hearing again. I will go back and read all my articles again and make sure my information isn't wrong. So we get off the phone and I go and do that. And I find out, and the first thing I thought was, okay, what exactly is an impeachment? Maybe I'm being new work. (laughs) So I go and I look up what an impeachment actually is. An impeachment has nothing to do with criminal charges at all. Um, Nope. Impeachment was created simply to keep tyrants and idiots out of the presidential office. That's what it was meant to do. So the Democrats can impeach Trump, and thus is why he's been impeached, basically. They can impeach him just because they don't like him. Absolutely. Yeah. 
They but, can impeach him because he puts the toilet paper underhand instead of overhand. Right. Which I think and, is what I had said last night. Yeah. Like and not I only that, trying. they can impeach him as many times as they want, as often as they want. There's no double jeopardy when it comes to impeachment. Because an impeachment has nothing to do with the judiciary or court of law branch of the government. Um, now, what they do have to do, though, is they have to get two-thirds of the Senate vote in order to remove him from office, which they're not going to get. This is on, yeah, coming for you. This is literally doomed from over. the get-go. Okay. Um, because what they have – what in order for them to get a two-thirds vote in the Senate to get Trump out of the office, his own party would have to turn against him. Yeah. Like half of the Republican Party would also have to vote to impeach him and thus remove him from office. And they have already stated they're not going to do that. Yeah. So this impeachment means nothing and is going nowhere. It was yeah. doomed the moment it started. So that brings up an interesting thought. What are they well, going to do with Nancy Pelosi? Well, no, it, it brings up the thought, well, the Democrats already know that. The Democrats know how this process works. Yeah, they why know would they even go through it? Why are they even doing it? Exactly. What are they and trying? We're, we're going to blow your minds on this. Um, Just... Well, it's only rumor and hearsay. There is no hard evidence. But it makes you wonder, what are they trying to hide? What are they trying to keep from happening? So when you think of it in that way, this is the perfect smokescreen because everybody's eyes are on this and not whatever else is happening that's got them – because they are in a frantic frenzy to get him out of office. Now, you Mm -hmm. might – of course they want him out of office. It's Donald Trump. He's a trash human being. We don't want him in there. I agree with you. But remember, you can impeach a president whenever, and it doesn't even have to be Congress that impeaches a president. The people can impeach a president. If enough people sign a petition for impeachment, the people of the cunt of America can impeach Trump and have him in office as long as the two-thirds vote goes through. But they can right. – we can – like the three of us could start a petition and get an impeachment process going. Oh, there he comes. Oh. Uh, I'll get uh, Vincent. Uh, I, I quit. But, uh, Don't quit, so, Ian. Hang on. So, it, it, so the thing that these, gets these kind of is, things are hard, kind of like the impeachment. Just saying. Yeah. So what gets me about the whole thing is if the Democrats are so frantic to get him out of office all of a sudden, why didn't they ever try to impeach him before? Like, well, why they, didn't they try they, to impeach him in his they first did try to with the whole Russia collusion thing? Yeah, but the, the, there's no well, actual like, I like that whole thing is any time when they actually tried to impeach him before now. I looked. I couldn't find a single record of them starting any form of impeachment process before now. Well, no, they, they tried to stop him from getting into office. And, right. and Ian, but, I, he, I, I hear, I hear your, uh, your disdain for it, but... Uh, it's it's what they it's what they did. They they tried to say, well, he colluded with Russians. Yeah, and then when 
Russia collusion didn't happen. Well, okay, well, he paid off Stormy Daniels for, you know, not to not to say X, Y, Z, but, you know, that was not Trump specifically. That was his lawyer. Yeah. Also kind of falls into the whole uh, impeachment thing that's going on now because Giuliani was being a bulldog with uh, with the Ukrainian and you know there was that but let's not forget when Biden him goddamn self was talking about how he magically made that uh, that prosecutor get fired otherwise they wouldn't get the aid that they were wanting during the Obama administration. So, go ahead and whoever wants to talk now, (laughs) go ahead and talk. Well, the point I'm trying to make is, yes, they tried to stop him from getting in office. A lot of people tried to keep Trump from getting in office. My point is, why didn't they ever try to impeach him in the last three years before now? What has got them so frantic to do it now yeah. when they could have been doing it his entire term? They could have been trying to well, get they, him impeached his entire tried. term. They tried when? with the uh-huh. with the Russian collusion. Uh-huh. They tried by like uh, like it was the whole uh, Trump saying, hey, Russia, if you've got Hillary's emails, give them to us. And like okay. that was their that was their like oh my god he just asked Russia to collude, and they started an impeachment process just like they did now. Because they I don't start, remember them doing that. Yeah, they, they didn't start an impeachment process. What they did was they brought Bill Barr, and uh, they did a they did the whole Barr investigation thing, which was a uh, has been the whole. Uh, two and a half year thing since Trump was elected. They did that Barr investigation hoping that, uh, you know, Barr would find some kind of dirty laundry to uh, get him kicked out of office without impeachment. Impeachment well, is their Hail Mary. Yeah, well, actually, the way it's portrayed, it's really not. (laughs) But once again, since they can do it as much as they want to, why not just do that? Especially considering the impeachment charges that they've been bringing up. There you go. Get up, do work. Well, Uh, here's a heel. I'll put down a heel field over here. Well, so... So if that's the case, what was the deal with the whole uh, Bill Barr Russia collusion? It was more well, of a fucking smokescreen. Well, it might have been because I because I looked. I was like, how many times has the? I, I literally tried to find how many times the Democrats have tried to impeach Trump. Period. Yeah, and could not find a single other time of them doing it. And the thing is, when Trump first got into office, the Democrats didn't want him in there. The Republicans didn't want him in there any more than the Democrats. They could have tried impeaching him after his first year and probably could have gotten him out. 
and they could have impeached him for having the toilet paper, uh, you know, rolled out, you know, uh, if you can impeach a, well, if you can impeach a president, you can impeach a president for gross incompetence. You can. So at what point in time during his first year was he not doing something ridiculously dumb? They could have literally gotten him out in his first year, and they didn't because they were too busy sitting back and letting him make the Republican Party look bad. They were playing politics, basically, is what you're telling me. Uh, they're being – you say politics. I say being a bunch of petulant children. Well, it's uh, it's potato-potato when you say it that way. Well, Yeah. I mean, I ain't gonna. I'm not gonna sit here and say that that's not the case. It is potato, potato. When you say that, it's just <laughs> the entire thing is so stupid. The entire thing is so dumb. They're yeah. not gonna win. It's not gonna happen because the Republicans, even if they want Trump out of the office, which he's been benefiting a lot of them, so most of them don't anymore. But even if they did, uh. they would rather spite the Democrats than take him out of office. They would rather literally spite the Democrats than get Trump out of office, period. You out of Rezazine? Yep. Okay. So it's up to you, Gerald, and the rando to fuck this fucker in the face. But, I mean, you're not wrong, in the, and the same could be said for... Uh, you know, our drone striker in chief previously. Yeah. And and I'm not wrong in saying that there have there's been articles of impeachment for almost every goddamn president since our nation started. Yeah. But and once again, just you none said, of them ever amounted to anything. Yeah, yeah, and it, and it could be like, well, you know, I don't like that President Grant rolls his toilet paper on the underside. Impeach him, or and um. So let's let's go back a little bit. So Nixon was impeached, but he resigned. Save face, and you know we have that whole iconic him at Marine One holding peace fingers up, saying "I'm not a crook." But uh, then also, so we go from there to Clinton, who lied. He lied. Lied. Yeah. Well, he lied under oath. He lied under yeah, oath he, is what they actually got him for. But even he yeah, didn't he, get removed from office for it. And he didn't? Dead. Nope. Nice. He, didn't. he actually did not get removed from office for it. Well, he, yeah. So he lied under oath. And uh, this kind of also goes into what we were talking about on Discord uh, before the podcast. Um. So anyone who wants to go ahead and uh, stop listening now, if you're a if you're a fan of Clinton, and I was actually a little bit of a fan of Clinton, but I'm more a fan of uh, Jack Kennedy. 
I will be uh, back. I, am, I have to go feed the dogs. Mm. All right, go feed the puppers, and uh, we'll still be here. But, uh, so Clinton, uh, Slick Willie himself, was definitely a serial rapist. And, Clinton? Uh, and, yeah. Um, mm. so I will, I will, I will salt that with a, this is, "Quote unquote hearsay," but there have been books written about this. Mm. Uh, so, like his his trademark thing was to fuck someone in the White House, then bite them on the lip hard enough to make it bleed, and say, "You need to put ice on that." And if I remember correctly, there was a uh, a White House person from Clinton's era that wrote a book entitled You Need to Put Ice on That. And the the thing, the reason why none of that shit stuck was because Hillary was such a bulldog about uh, those things. So, you know, we, we might say that Hillary's a uh, a lesbian herself and she has you know her her picadillos which is why uh bill had his picadillos and it was just a political marriage and lo and behold we have uh what's her fucking name their daughter i don't remember her name yeah well you know i don't pay attention to these things well, it's probably not important, but Chelsea, Chelsea Clinton. Yeah. And like she got a honorary doctorate. So there there's that thing that uh, certain leftists like to throw around because uh, Trump has family members that he uses as counsel. And I mean... So on on the negative hand, am I gonna use any of my redneck Trump supporting family as counsel for a a hard decision? Probably not. You know that there's a reason since my mom died that I don't really talk to any of my mother's side of the family because they're all a bunch of fucking redneck ass motherfuckers mm. and um and that was also a reason why I was a uh, a black sheep of of her side of the family cuz you know I I had questions I didn't just you know work my 8 hours and say 10 hail trumps and 5 uh, my Melania's or whatever. Although I mean, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you, if you could, give Melania a uh, a tumble? I don't know the reference. I'm I'm saying 
if you could give Melania Trump a tumble, would you not? Uh, is Melania the same as Ivanka? Is that the same person? Or is this a different Trump daughter? No, 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 no. no. Melania is Trump's wife. She is the first oh, lady. I absolutely would not. She looked like she was put together, not born. <laughs> Yeah, whoever is attracted to Trump's wife, go ahead with that. She's all yours. I will never be the guy that stands in your way. Have fun. There is nothing about that. And and that doesn't even take into account the character of a woman who marries and sticks with a man like Trump. The guy who is who has had it recorded just grabbed the woman by the pussy. This is the dude she married. Like, yeah, no, I'm good. I, I don't need any of that. Um, now, let's go ahead and uh, and say that Melania speaks five languages. She she was a model. So that's probably why Trump uh, picked her for the election, whatever and whatever. Uh, are and, we all back? Uh, I am back. Um, if you could have us hunt the lesser quill shot. Yep, cool. you can do that. Yeah. But, uh... <laughs> um... I will say Melania is not too bad looking. I mean, I totally wouldn't kick her out of bed. Just saying. I would kick that chick off a cliff. Why? Because <laughs> uh, I'm not attracted to her. Yeah, but that, that doesn't denote you need to kick her off a fucking cliff. Well, I wouldn't just go out of my way to kick her off of a cliff. He's saying he wouldn't kick her out of bed. I'm saying I'd kick her off of the I kick her off a cliff because in my brain, the edge of my bed is over a cliff. <laughs> I'm gonna start selling tobacco products to 18 year olds. Huh? Sorry, <laughs> random. I was reading the the whole. You now have to be 21 to smoke. Yeah, oh, there's yeah, which is dumb. going on now where you have to be 21 to smoke and and that's bullshit, but it's I think on its face I can understand why. Oh, I can't even understand why. Yeah, me neither. Well, if hey. if so so time is this is if you at 18 are old enough to serve your country you should be old enough to make the decision to drink and make the decision to smoke. If at yep. 18 you can get a driver's license by yourself and drive, that like I I honestly um hold on I, I gotta uh put in consumables because I guess I forgot to put consumables in. Hmm. Yeah, I I feel the same way. If uh, you got to be 21 to drink and you got to be 21 to smoke, you should have to be 21 in order to join the military. 
But if they did that, they couldn't get them when they're young and impressionable. Well, right. No, no, see, no. <laughs> it's, and, well, it's not even. It's not even that. It's like you you eliminate a lot of options for eighteen year olds at that point. If you say twenty one is is the acceptable age to to um, drink and smoke. And, no, 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 no. To then... join the military. If you say twenty one is the, wait, then all these wait. kids that can't afford college or anything like that, they're they're no longer able to to like you you remove an avenue for them that that they had available to them before. So, okay, hang on, hang on well, a the- fucking second, hang on a fucking second. <laughs> Did they say you have to now be twenty one to join the military? No, I'm no. saying no. The, the topic <laughs> of the conversation that we're having is. Is if you're saying that you have to be 21 to smoke and drink, then you might as well right. make it 21 to serve the country. And if you make it okay, 21 yeah, to serve yeah, the yeah. country, gotcha. then you, you're you're eliminating a, a large um, uh, avenue for people that, that can't yeah. fucking go to college or whatnot. So, like, what's the point? Because at at 18, you're legally able to go out and be on your own. If you are able to go out and be on your own without your parents or anything like that, you should be able to drink. You should be able to smoke. You should, like you can drive, join the military, all of it. This this reducing the the the, the smoking age to or, or increasing the smoking increasing. age to 21 <laughs> is is superfluous. It doesn't yeah, do anything. Retarded. Well, okay, I'm gonna say it. It's retarded. I yeah. I, well, I mean, I'll agree is probably one of the stupidest things that the government has ever done. But I mean, aside from the uh, being the government the amendment. Well, that's what that's what my point was. If you are going to take these things that says you have to be an adult to do it, well, you're legally an adult at eighteen. And if they're going to put it at twenty one and don't want to put it at eighteen then you shouldn't be if you are not old enough to make the decision to smoke if you are not old enough to make the decision to drink until you're 21 you are not old enough to decide to go into the military period so if they're going to make these changes and go oh you have to be 21 to do these other things you need to be an adult to make a decision on then you shouldn't be able to join the military until you're 21 as well you shouldn't be able to drive until you're 21 well, you shouldn't be able to drive it. Well, eh, maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, at least not without a parent there so you can get your uh, learner's permit anyway. Um, yeah. But, like, I mean, <laughs> how many years do you need to have a learner's permit before you can – like, a lot of this stuff is is just them instituting laws and regulations in order to um, have some measure of control over something that they're never going to have control over. Because it has nothing to do with um, who, like the, who's actually making the decision. It has to do with, so, and this is the same same argument that can be said for for uh, gun control. Mm. People that are mm. going to do <laughs> stupid things, going to do stupid things. Doesn't matter Whether- if you institute laws or, or not. They're still going to fucking do stupid things. So if you got yeah, somebody that's, that's 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 gonna you know go on a killing rampage, guess what? Instituting there. gun control laws isn't gonna, gonna stop them. The only thing that's gonna stop them is 
putting them away or taking them out. So, like... So the only thing that's going to stop them is more government control. Or um, killing The problem them. is... Did you already kill them? Yes. Yeah. Holy shit. You're welcome. You're welcome for our <laughs> service. What the fuck? It's a lesser quill shot, and I'm a badass motherfucker. I mean, I don't know what you want. <laughs> 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 but uh but we've gotten we've actually talked about this subject as well when it comes to human beings and the need to feel safe because it's mm. not the guns mm. it's not the drugs it is the human need to feel safe and well, it's not even, even that if, it's it's not even nope. just the safe it's the the human need to be in control well, right, but that's a part of the human need to control our surroundings because the world is going to do what the world is going to do, and we know we have no control over that. So we institute as much control over our surroundings as we can because that makes us feel safe. And it, and it doesn't even matter if that is an illusion. We are more than willing to buy into that illusion simply because it makes us feel safe. Because like you said, it's not the guns, it's not the drugs, it is people. But you can't really do anything about people. And I was telling David this too. I mean, all I'm saying is remove warning labels and let the world sort itself out. (laughs) Darwin Awards for everyone. Come get them. I don't think that would solve as much of the problem as we would hope it would. Oh, I think it would solve a, a lot more of the problem than you think it would. Uh, well, uh, Gerald, Gerald, would you like to uh, partake of the Tide Pod Challenge with me? Well, no, that's just freaking stupid. But since you use that example, understand <laughs> every stupid person didn't do it, though. We still have a plethora of politicians who are still alive because they didn't do that. So when I say that just taking the warning labels off of things isn't going to solve as much of the problem as you think it will, I feel like I am making a true statement there. Um, There are going to be people who are (laughs) – there's going to be people we want to get rid of who aren't going to get rid of who aren't going to fall to that, to that, right? Um, well, I mean, they're they're going to have their handlers who are like, no, 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 Senator, don't eat that Tide Pod. You can't. Or they knock it out their fucking mouth and wait, hold on. Some stupid shit like that. Sorry. Or they're going to see someone I'm else do it comments. and then they're going to be like, oh, that killed him. Better not do that. <laughs> mm. uh, what do you need next, Ian? Uh, I, or, I was, I was uh, yeah, just it, crafting two Blitz Tonics and then... Uh, hold on. Let's see. Is there anything else? Okay, I don't need to do anything else for him. Complete the middleman's quest, man in the middle. Where is middleman? Oh, there he is. Oh, yeah. He's over there. And he's got cells to fuse cells together. And that's okay, what you're so what, what do I need to do? Exchange? Okay. All right. So, what cells do I need to fuse? Fuse any cells? I think so any of them will work. Here. Okay. All right. Um, 
I have plus three, nine live cell, plus two agility cell. I have a whole bunch of fucking cells. What should I... Uh, there, I got plus... I have three plus one conditioning cells. Uh, there. Views. I can speed it up. Let's go. Part of me wants to apologize to you, Ian, but then part of me also welcomes you to the world of Dauntless. Yeah, you should probably just apologize. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, oh my god. Uh, I'm going to now fuse the plus two nimble cell and the plus two grace cell. And well, you say that, Joe, take... but you still play this fucking game with me, so I'm just saying. Well, it's because I'm playing it with you. I don't play it any other time. Oh, true. <laughs> Shit, come on. But to to be fair and just to be honest about it, it's not a t- it's not a bad game. It, it's not. I just prefer Monster Hunter World. Always will. It's well, like like we like I made my retraction to the statement. I also like Monster Hunter World better than this. <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, like when I'm like, if I'm online playing with you or playing with you and Ian or any plethora of friends who play this, I I absolutely can have fun because I'm playing it with you guys. But if I try to play it by myself, okay, I need uh, if to I try to play scam. it by myself, oh. you scarn. You mean scarn? Oh, scarn. It looks like scam. I, I didn't realize yeah. it was R N. It looks like an animal. I'm not going to make that joke because it's beneath me. Well, uh, <laughs> uh, go ahead and go. Uh, you're, you're the fire team lead. So, uh, I, actually, I got it. it. Okay, so first off, um, Gerald is the party hunting party lead. Uh, we're we're not in Destiny right now, and and uh, yeah, we're not in Destiny right now. Well, you know what? <laughs> I'll take a dirt nap right here. And uh, and Gerald can go uh, get us into a hunt for Bertie Madoff. Right. So we need a Scarn, right? Yes, uh, we need yes. a scam. Okay. Yeah, we need okay. a scam. We need right. a scam. So queuing up a scam. Um, okay. And just my earlier point, uh, I have no problem playing this game when I'm playing with you guys. I can have fun playing it with you guys. But when I'm playing it by myself, all I hear in my head is, why am I not playing Monster Hunter World? <laughs> so I don't play well, this game by myself. <laughs> and and that and we can uh we can kind of go ahead and uh fuck off from uh impeachment shit cuz I think we've already beat that horse into the ground. Um well oh, yeah, but, we uh, we beat it into the ground, unburied the bones and then crushed them into a fine powder and snorted it and it was still horrible. Yeah, um, well, but I, I also mean, hope that those pe- those who are listening understand the process now and why this entire endeavor is so stupid, um, futile. Yeah, and why it seems really shady that the Democrats are doing what they're doing right now, knowing they're going to fail. That I hope it makes 
people think, even people on the Democratic side, because if there's one thing I want people to understand about me is I'm not Democratic or Republican. I am what's in the best interest of everyone. And I'm a chaotic fucking neutral and fuck everything and fuck both sides and yeah. Yeah. All I know is this is I'm oh hold on. What am I (laughs) E I need to know what Okay, cool. Ian found some other shit he needs to do. Uh no, um I realized that I'm not wearing the right armor. it's minus twenty five versus uh plants, so (laughs) <laughs> to be fair, with us there, it's not really going to matter. Yeah, you're not, really not, you matter. Know, you're not wrong. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's not um, going to matter. But what I hope people take away from our talk about the impeachment is that they start literally looking at their two parties. And instead of just listening to the rhetoric that they talk actually like start thinking a little bit more for themselves because the republicans and the democrats have a real bad history of doing the opposite of what's in the best interest of everybody simply to spite each other Mm, indeed Um, and that's what i'm hoping people will start to come to understand and that may be a futile attempt but at least i made the attempt well, it's it's not so much a futile attempt; it's breaking through the conditioning, and I and I hate to to use that terminology because it's Alex Jones who said that to begin with, and this fucker's right here, and I'm gonna start fucking him in the face. But oh. it, it's yeah, it's, it's breaking through conditioning. Because because um, there's conditioning on both sides. So, like, you know, um, oh, fuck, 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 fuck. I'm sitting here trying to gather stuff, and you're Don't worry, already I... down. Yeah. Oh, you got to watch out for the spit. Yeah. Um, that... What Ian didn't understand. So, yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah. When he what? starts spinning, run. Yeah. Run as fast as you can if you can. But, uh, so there's, there's conditioning definitely on both sides of the argument. Um, you know, it's just, I guess it's just a matter of, which side's conditioning you like more and and i will i will say this there's religion on both sides yeah, they just so need to get the, rid of religion period that's, that's well see uh i i don't disagree with you on that ian but uh, for the right there's there's jesus for the left there's climate change <laughs> Did he just and and you and you laugh, but I, I think you know what I mean. Oh yeah, it, it's it's you know what? I'm gonna put it to you this way, because yes, there's Jesus, and then it isn't so much climate change as uh, crunchy hippie vegan shit. <laughs> <laughs> 
crunchy hippie vegan shit. I like that. We'll we'll have to uh, I'll have to uh, do a, a hashtag on that for our uh, our things. But yeah, and and ninety percent ninety percent of it comes from California, and then the, the other ten percent mm-hmm. is worldwide. Because, like, I'm sorry, but what's her nuts? Greta never should have been person times person of the year, not even close. She she is just another another millennial child, not even millennial child, like generation. Look at me, um, that generation Twitter that just has a, a, a wants their little like fame thing and and just has an issue with. But my childhood, precious, you stole it from us. Ah. It's just, I don't know. I'd like that whole mess is. She, I got it. She's like trying to galvanize the the world uh, populace into thinking a certain way. But at the same time, like. I'll, I'll, she's she's whining like pardon the phrase a little bitch and um, mm. she's not actually doing anything you have you have uh, uh, people her age that are actually doing like the the what's his name he created um, a product that is uh, going to help clean the oceans of plastic like he has right. legitimately done something for climate change and for helping clean up some of the mess that we as as humans have made, but he's not even in the um in the news or he's or, not or he's not the zeitgeist. So I like, think is what you're looking for. That that it just goes to show that if anything, people just. Uh, like not people, but no influential, it's influential. No, 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 influential. Um, out, out sources, influential sources, be it media, uh, social media, any of that, na- anything of that nature. Influential source sources are are m- more interested in stirring up the pot than actually like. Making change, yeah, getting shit done. That that's, yeah. that's what it boils down to. It's all about the clicks, my fellow. Well, and that's what I was telling David about it too. I was like, everyone acts like Greta was the first person to put these thoughts to paper. There have been a plethora of scientists that have been telling Congress and governments around the world that this kind of thing is a problem and could be a real issue in our future. No one gave a crap then, but all of a sudden some 14 year old little blonde girl gets up and starts talking about it. And now everybody wants to pay attention. And, and, it, and it's because it's because <sighs> she's a drama. Queen. She was a drama queen about it. This literally all it boils down. She was an absolute drama queen about it and crying and yelling. And then she was all up in Trump's face about it and everything. How and that's dang. why that's that's why it all went the way that it did. Mm, right. 
I just and and we can we can even go a step further. We can go back to the fifties, sixties, and seventies and see these. Uh, and I'll and I'll use the term climate alarmists, saying you know, well, you know, in the eighties we're not going to have any air to breathe. Well, it's two thousand nineteen. I've got air to breathe. And, you know, we can go back to, you know, more stuff. And, and I'm, and I'm saying this based off of, you know, things I, again, is based off of things I've heard. And, you know, there were people who were like, well, you know, in, in 1990, we're not going to have enough food to eat. Well, I can tell you now, in 2019, I'm a fat motherfucker. Yeah. Well, but that's, well, right. But that's also the problem, which is why you don't listen to anything you hear and only half of what you read. I actually researched everything she was talking about in her speech, and everything that she said you can actually find as a factual uh, scientific investigation uh, that that was done. So it's not that what she's saying is wrong. My issue is we're listening to a little girl about it instead of the adults who have been telling us this for years. That's my problem. This it even nothing is still being still nothing is still being done about a very real issue. Now, this real issue is also theoretical. The whole climate change thing is theoretically theoretical because yeah, theoretically either way well it's not that yeah. they can't prove it because they're going off of they're they're going off of historic basically historical weather patterns right well they're so, going off of historical weather patterns and climate models well correct but these are climate models that are based off of real statistical evidence like it like the the world did this exact same thing a thousand years ago. Well, that's a problem. And the things that we are currently doing to the world might be accelerating this. So don't get me wrong. I, it, it is a theoretical model, but that's how mm. all science works. We take a theoretical model and we run it through a hundred times. If 90 out of those 100 times that model tells us the same thing, there's a really good chance that that's what's going to happen. And that's what's happening. They're running these Ooh. models constantly, and they're coming up with the same, the same issue. The problem that has been coming up is, well, when is this going to happen? And they can't pinpoint down an exact time when it's going to happen. They can't tell us, well, it's going to happen 2023, November 29th at 3 p.m. And then the whole world's going to shit, guys. That's when it's going to happen that day. No, it's like, no, this is going to happen because it's because the weather is following the exact same patterns and things that we are currently doing are accelerating the process. But it could happen next year. It could happen 30 years from now. It could happen 50 years from now. What we know for a fact is that the models say it is going to happen. And mm. but we can't give you an exact time. 
and that and that in itself is the and I'm going to use the whole uh, church of climate change thing to say this that's the scare they want to give people yeah so you know we're going to say well you know we we don't have any definite like it's not going to be December 21st 2012 but you know if you don't buy a, a Prius and start composting and do this this that and the other thing uh, at some point in time in the future I can't tell you when uh you know, the earth's going to end. Right. And that was the, and that's what I was telling you when we actually did a podcast on this exact subject. It's, it's not that anything Greta is saying is wrong. It's the fact Mm. that her side of the debate is taking it and running with it. They're not being responsible with what they're trying to do. They're just go, they're just going with it. They're just, well, we found something, grab it and go. Right, like they, it it, it always feels like everyone feels like they're being attacked. So when they find a knife that has some kind of fact to it, they just take it and start stabbing. No other thought goes into it. Right. Right. So, So it's like it's like you're you're in that match of Star Realms. And you get that blob carrier, that blob fighter, you get all the blob shit, and then you you draft it. And then, holy shit, when you pull that hand up, it's all of it. So you just throw that blob shit, throw it, throw it, throw it, throw it. Throw well, it, right, it, but that's what you're supposed to do. in the face. Well, that's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> that's what you're <laughs> supposed to do in that situation. Uh, uh, Ian, uh, what's the next quest that you need to do? Um, currently in the midst of, uh, he's in the midst of clicking stuff on his uh, controller, which is fine. You know, I'm not, I'm I'm not worried about it. I don't have to go to work tomorrow. I Um, am upgrading stuff because, uh, I'm going to reasons. Uh, it's for uh, repeaters. Oh, oh, gotcha! The most powerful oh. weapon in the game, eh? Gotcha. Uh, and it's broken. Let us um, craft a uh, barrage grenade. Oh, you're gonna love the grenades. I'm just telling you. Okay. Um, all right. Get all get all of them that you can, and uh, put them in your in your hot slots. I'm just saying. Yeah, uh, hold on. I'm I have spoken. My equipment. <laughs> I am. I see. Ian got the reference, but I don't think Gerald got the reference. Do I have? Uh, no, I I didn't. <laughs> So you remember the uh, in 
in Mandalorian, you remember the character when Quill. Mando? Yeah, I have him. spoken. Yeah, he said, "I have spoken." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to write that. Da, da, da. I have spoken. Yeah. <laughs> so, so basically, when I was like, "Craft all the grenades," I have spoken. That's that thing, but yeah. So uh, uh, I don't have any. Damn. All I have are. I think. I think now, we should go ahead and uh, and sign off. Say happy trails to people, and then uh, Ian, you yes. have Discord, right? I do. Okay, so look up um, here. I'll uh, I'll send you an invite to the club. Because it is the the hippest club to be in. I'm not going to say it on here because we might have rando trolls or whatever. But yeah, I need to hurry up and get to level seven. Why do I keep having a target thing on bounties? Okay, friend request has been sent to you because I see you now on the thing. So at this point, I think we've done enough to probably rustle Jimmy's and settle Jimmy's. I hope everyone is angry and arguing right now. (laughs) Well, I mean, if you're going to say it that way, uh, everything burns. Nah, I hope that is not the case. I want people to think, not react emotionally. See, that, that, and I clap my hands just because, yes, we must think and not react. Okay, now I got what the bounties are. I think I'm getting this. All right. Well, we'll go ahead and we'll sign off. Uh, everybody, it was good. Uh, everyone who's listening, good to have you back and listening to us. Uh, hopefully, anyone who didn't get a chance to listen to us today and who comes back, thank, uh, welcome back. Thanks for listening to us today. Have a good rest of the weekend. Have a happy new year. And we will see you next time. Or we'll talk we to you will, next time. Well, let me just say this. Uh, we'll see you next year. Because, yeah. And, uh, Ian, you got anything? Uh, no. Finish out the year strong. Have fun. Enjoy family and friends. Don't do anything stupid on New Year's Eve. Oh, actually, here. Uh, let's let's go ahead and everybody get in parade rest. We're gonna have a safety brief. Shut up right now! Don't just <laughs> stop talking. <laughs> Don't do what I would do, but if you do, make sure you wrap it. Um. Don't drink and drive, and I, I'm actually being serious. Because I, when I say a safety brief, and Ian knows what I'm talking about, because, yeah. But, Still in, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm being serious. So if you're going to drink, 
stay at home. If you're going to okay, take part in extracurricular. Sorry. Yeah, if you're going to take part in extracurricular activities, <clears throat> wrap your stump before you hump. No glove, uh, no love. My favorite one was always, oh, did we get disconnected? Nope, we're, I'm still here. Oh, as I say, my David, favorite you one. David, still was, there? Yeah, I'm still here. My favorite yeah. one was always, if you if you are out and you meet up with a girl, you go back to her place and you see a picture on the wall, and that picture has kids, and those ain't your kids, and you see her standing with a man, and that's not you, leave. <laughs> Get the fuck out. <laughs> Vacate the premises. GTFO. GTFO. Now I ain't saying she a gold digger, but, but she ain't messing with no broke. broke nah. so. <laughs> yeah. You know, all jest and everything aside, I'm being serious. So for listeners, be as you can. If you're going to drink, just drink. Don't go out and drive. There's plenty Even of options. If- Uber, Lyft, taxis. Like You can get home safe without being stupid. Don't do anything stupid. Right, but what I'm saying is don't even go out if you're going to drink. Unless it's one of those like, you know, hey, we're at the Ritz and you paid $300 to partake of that party. Don't don't even leave the premises. Uh, I mean, I understand what you're saying. At the same time, like, I've done the whole stay at home. I've done the whole go out. Like, and I understand, like, there's, especially where I'm at. So, in case everybody doesn't know, I'm in Texas. I'm about 45 minutes away from uh, Austin. Colleen. I am uh, two hours away from Dallas and another two to three hours away from Houston. Um, I, and I understand like there's massive amounts of parties. There's all sorts of things for people to go out and do for New Year's Eve. Um, and by all means, if you have the, the ability to do something like that, do it because experiences like that can last a lifetime. Um, if you go out and you drink, like be in moderation, but also have the plan. So that means, you know, Uber, Lyft, uh, if, you, if it, you're going to go, like maybe get a hotel room close to where you're going to go and party so you can maybe walk back. I, I know in Austin they have scooters and bikes all over the place so you can get to wherever you need to go. Like there, there's ways to do stuff without having to put yourself in a position where you drive drunk and either get into an accident or get pulled over by the cops. Like just just be smart and, uh, and don't, do, don't do anything that's going to put you in a bad position later on or dead. Honestly, honestly, I want to see videos of people using the, the pay to use bikes and just kind of wibbly wobbling around and then fall over. I've but used that, the scooters, but that that's me being the chaotic neutral. Cause I, I like to see, chaos like that but in all seriousness party to your heart's content listeners do what you're gonna do 
just do it safely. If you're going to go to a house party, if you're going to go downtown, whatever, whatever, do what you need to do to get back safely. I mean, if you're going to pass out in, you know, downtown uh, Central Park, you know, Central Park on a, um, Gerald, what's the word I'm looking for? Central Park bench? Yes, a bench. Thank you. If you're mm-hmm. just going to pass that on a bench, you know, if it's safe, do that. But as as someone who's been there, done that, I would say party at home with your closest friends. That way you don't have to go out and get a DUI or whatever, whatever. That's what I've been doing since I got out of the army. I don't go to clubs anymore with rare exceptions. So, eh, we're too old for clubs. We're too I, sophisticated now. I, I go to the club, but I usually do it to <laughs> pick out the people who are being idiots. Well, I mean, you know, Ian. Ian has his reasons, but you know, we we stay at home and do what we do best, and that's what I ask all of you to do. Just be safe doing it. Bouncing on the All right, let's go ahead and wrap it up then. I got stuff that needs to get done. I, I think this all boils down to go out, have fun, be safe, be responsible. In the story. Indeed. Am I the I'm going to go make Are you guys leaving me in Dauntless now? You guys forced me to get this game, and now you guys are leaving <laughs> me in this game? No, David's still going to be with you, and he'll show you the ropes and stuff, but I got to really? go get some stuff he, done. He's not in the party anymore. Well, because he, he stood around for too long. Just reinvite him. Yeah. <laughs> some people's mothers. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. But again, everyone, happy new year. Do what you will. Harm none. All right. Have a good one, everybody. Later. Good night.